1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. What's up, Jeffrey P?
0: Not much. I am, I'm really excited. I actually, it's my son's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mason. Um, They're all together. Happy birthday, Mason. I told them that I don't care about them, so I'm here now. um, Because we have one of the most amazing humans in the world here. Do you
1: want to say, I feel like I always announce it. Do you want to go for it? No, I I feel like I always announce it. I'm like, dude, by all means. He goes by many names.
0: (laughs) Some of you may know him from the show as uh, Bobby Holly. Um, He is a Don. I mean, he's one of the five families uh, along with Don Goulian. Yeah, Um, absolutely. We got Rob Holland here, and I am so pumped. Oh, I'm pumped. (laughs) We're going to have to cut that out.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Do we want to redo that? that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it'll be funny. We'll bleep it. You and I can always read the intro anyway
2: yeah hey, Rob <laughs> hey how's it going <laughs>
1: oh my god uh it's going how you doing
2: I'm doing pretty good glad to glad to be on talking to you guys
1: yeah where are you now yeah glad to have you back
2: the- I am just uh I'm actually visiting a, an old friend I actually have like a day off and then um and I have to get ready for the uh, battle creek show uh, battle Creek Michigan
1: Nice. How's it nice. feel to you uh, to be back doing a uh, full air show circuit again?
2: It's pretty nice. I wouldn't say it's exactly full. I have had quite a few cancellations, but it's nothing like last year. So it's it's nice to get on the road. It's nice to be flying. It's nice to be and the crowds have been huge. Because it's been unbelievable how many people have looking out to the shows. That's,
0: that's great. That's awesome. That's really cool. What do you see like when you go to the air show? Speaking of crowds and everything. Um, what's like the demographic there are, is it mostly male, female, um, families? What do you, what do you tend to notice with a lot of these air shows that you go to?
3: Hello.
2: It's really a mixed bag. I mean, it's everything. Um, there might be a couple more guys than there are women, but it's, you know, there's a lot of families, a lot of kids. Um, Especially now, I think people over the past year have just been really itching to get out and do something. So yeah, you know, the crowd, yeah. the crowds have been huge. You know, at Sun and Fun, I, they told me, the best year that they had at Sun and Fun was 2018, and on the Thursday a Sun and Fun, it already surpassed that number. So Jeez. I mean, wow, people were just dying to get out there.
0: So when you go to Sun, and, awesome. When you go That's to great. Sun and Fun, um, what's yeah? Your- hopefully,
1: you know the air shows that don't cancel uh, see some record numbers.
2: Yeah, I think they will.
1: So that'll be
0: great. You guys you guys can hear me, right? What the hell's going on?
1: Oh boy, Jeffrey, we're losing you. you can you okay, hear me? I was hoping it wasn't just me. No. You still got me? Jeff, are you on, are you on some North Korean wifi or something? What do you, what do you got going on? Over? Yeah. Uh, you're like really cutting out when you ask a question though. Is that better?
0: That's gotta be better, right?
2: Yeah, that's way better.
1: It sounded better. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Now I was asking, um, with the Sun, when you go to Sun Fund, what's, they put you up, they give you a nice hotel, they give you a car. Um, do you guys have, like, what other comps do you guys get when you get there? Because um, the flying is, is probably a small portion of, of, of what you got to do when you're there, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I go to Sun fun for my sponsors, hang out with them to um, go to the booth, meet their customers, and just support them any way that I can. And then, you know, the flying is obviously fun and um, a big part of it, but it's, it, to me, it's really about the sponsors. So, I mean, Son of you know, they give you a vehicle and they give you a hotel and they pay your expenses as far as fuel and smoke and whatnot. Yeah. But that's about it. The rest of it is just the, the, hey, the sponsors.
0: Rob, can you tell Mark? Tell Mark about that. Remember you showed me that watch uh, from Braymont with the right Flyer? Oh, yeah. Uh... Mark, you gotta hear, <laughs> yeah. you got to hear about this thing, dude. It is, it's priceless. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I'm struggling because to try to... Not curse because I'm so excited about it, but it's a really cool watch.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, it's it. pretty awesome It's pretty special. its uh, I mean, you can probably Google and find it, but um, they they have what they call a right flyer watch. I don't know if they have any left. They only made a limited number of them. But in the back, it actually has a piece of fabric from the lower left wing of the original 1903 right flyer. Whoa. Yeah, it's really, really cool.
0: And you can see it. It's visible. That's...
2: Oh, yeah. How did they even get that? The way I understand it is, um, like the great, great, great niece of the, of the Wright brothers was trying to restore their family home in Dayton, and I believe she approached Braymont and wanted to know if they could do like a limited edition watch and have proceeds go to helping restore the old family home. And they're like, sure, what do you have in mind? So, well, it'd be cool to have a watch with a piece of the original Wright flyer in it, and they're like, that would be cool. But it's in the Smithsonian. I don't think they're going to give us a piece. What nobody knows is the, um, you know, the original white flyer, the day it flew it, it got told when they got done flying it, some wind came, blew it over and yeah. smashed it. They took all the pieces stuck it in the shed and it sat there forever. It took like 27 years before they actually got it into a museum. I think it went to England first. But um, when they put it all together, it looked horrible. So they recovered it. But she has the original fabric. So she cut out a I don't know, like a 12 by 12 inch piece of it and gave it to him. They laser cut some of those pieces
1: out and stuff in the watch. Wow, this watch is beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. I was like, okay, you know, hey, maybe it's a few grand. You know, uh, okay, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll sleep on the couch for a few days and and buy one. It's twenty five thousand dollars. It's freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, and I can sell my car and get one of those. Talk about a piece of that's
1: a that's a beautiful watch. And boy, I here. Okay, maybe uh, maybe it's because I live under a rock, but I feel like. How, how does the world not know that these exist? I, I, don't, I don't feel uh, like I ever saw anything advertised about this watch.
0: I don't think they made a lot of them. I
1: don't know.
2: I, I think they only did like 300. Wow. Yeah. Um,
1: they they it's, are. Be- it's, it's, it's a beautiful I mean, watch.
2: You, you put it on and it's like, okay, I am literally have a piece of history. You know, I got a piece of history that started it all for what I do on my wrist.
1: Pretty Dude, <laughs> that, is, that is a trip. That would give me chills.
2: Yeah. Wow,
1: that's cool. Yeah.
2: I'll probably wear it like once a year, but it's really cool.
1: That's yeah. really, really cool. So you were able to get one? Sorry? You were able to get one, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, they gave me one. And um, I, I feel really honored to have it. I mean, it's just, they're just, you know, they're a great company. They're, I love their how passionate they are about aviation and military and all that. It's just they've just been such a great company to work with.
1: It's nice to see uh Aviation Watch companies, you know it's like one of the saddest things like it, it's literally a tragedy and I and I'm sad about it is Breitling. You know I, I looked up to Breitling so much as a kid uh just cuz I thought their watches were awesome and I just couldn't believe that they were like aviation centric watches and like they had all these sponsored pilots and you know warbirds and dem- jet demo teams and uh air racing and all this stuff and then like just to see them like completely bow out of aviation it's like so devastating so it's it's really nice to see watch companies that are aviation centric that actually care yeah oh, absolutely. did, did they absolutely. still give
0: away a brightling at worlds rob
2: uh they didn't at the last one i got i got two i think i got my first one in um 13 i think i got the second one in 15 but um i haven't the, the last two i don't believe they, they were there
0: oh cool which one was it? Was it the aerospace one?
2: I have no idea. I've, I've never actually won it. They're kind of sitting with all my trophies and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, you
1: should,
0: you should probably just their, throw them out.
2: Just
1: yeah. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to all the listeners. You know, If you're a multi-time world freestyle champion, you get so many Breitlings, you don't care about them, and then you get a watch from <laughs> with that has a piece of the right flyer on it, and then you wear that <laughs> once a year. That's how baller you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so we're on very special occasions for what it is yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely yeah that's <laughs> it's not a watch you want to wear all the time and then just like <laughs> you're getting out of the MX and you just like ding the crap out of it you're like oh shit yeah exactly
0: I don't know I feel like Braymont should do something with like oh man um, maybe they can like maybe MX can get you a new cow and we can take your old cow and just like cut it up a little bit and put it into watches and sell a Braymont rob holland oh. edition watch <laughs> i would do it i would buy i that. like
2: that i yeah, like that a lot that's a la- great idea you're laughing but like this, a listener's, so like yeah it. hell yeah <laughs> yeah it, it it's so one to like me and that's it
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't know i bet i bet i bet those would i bet those would fly off the shelves i'd buy one I'd that sounds buy one. awesome hell yeah <laughs> black and red dial you know uh, black and red uh um uh, watch hands, you know, and yeah, oh, you can make that super sick.
0: Wait, who is Goulian <laughs> with? What what watch company is he with?
2: Oh, um, no. he's with oh Alpina. I don't remember. Such, Alpina,
0: Alpina, Alpina should do yeah. a Goulian edition watch, but instead of like a piece of fabric or part on his airplane, just a, like a lock of his hair, a small lock of his hair, <laughs> one hair
1: strand, <laughs> one hair strand.
0: Dude, those would fly <laughs> off. <laughs> They, would, you, they wouldn't even, they're already, they're already sold at this point. People just emailed up pnn you know, and said, I'll take one.
2: <laughs> and, yet, and you have to send the first one to Matt Chapman.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's see. And then for Matt Chapman, for Matt Chapman, we would get those red pants that he used to have and just cut those up and put those into watches. <laughs> so you have a tri <laughs> right. oh.
1: This is the best oh. idea ever, by the way.
2: Thank you. Not, this
1: isn't a great idea. This is the greatest idea.
2: <laughs> I would wear that one with pride. With pride,
0: it'd be sponsored by Reebok.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so funny, dude. Oh god, who we get Kirby in on the on the on the hair? Kirby, dude, you got to get a strand of his hair too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes. I mean, I. It's... When you got when you got a lock of Mike Goulian's hair I mean how do you how do you up that It's just like that would be like that's like Rob Holland's right lungs, like people would just they wouldn't even wear it they just throw it out <laughs> like, what is this Let me put this in the drawer of my time X's.
1: <laughs> you could get you know you put that Mike Goulian watch and then like in like forty years, just clone him yeah, got yeah. all his DNA on it just clone him
2: you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So but just cool. for the hair, you could sell the hair.
1: Just, just for the hair. yeah, Michael. Can you imagine like Michael Goulian DNA toupee?
0: I think I'm gonna be here for Halloween because I don't yeah, have that, I don't have any hair, so that would make it all the more funny. Around <laughs> like that would be
1: really that would be well, really funny.
0: <laughs> just cover myself in like lights, dawn, watt and what lighting, and just cover myself in <laughs> LED lights,
2: LED strobes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Hello. Jeff. Jeff, for Halloween, we got to find you some gooey in here. You can dress up as goo for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: Or I'll have Nikki, my wife, just follow me around with a spotlight, like for like Wad Engineer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Donji, love him. So yeah, so oh um, Donnie, I freaking love it. We actually, um, we did a little pre-show because you're kind of like a big deal, so we were trying to be professional. Um. And I'm kind of him. He's money. the
1: only one we really do show notes for.
0: Yeah. Well, last time Mark, like wow, shit the so bed. Special. I love Mark's. If anybody's listening, listen to the interview with Mark and Rob about how long ago was that? Please don't. Four months ago.
1: I mean, that was the first episode. I oh think that was God. the first episode. One of the Just first. So nervous. Um, I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, so MX, what you, huh? What do you, what do you have for breakfast? Usually, <laughs> What's your favorite uh color?
0: Oh my god. That's funny. Well anyway, I want I definitely want to get into a lot of topics. Um I don't want to shout them all out, but the big news that I really like to get your any inside baseball on is Odds uh, MXS over in France. It's all public now and you know, she brought it to a competition we saw. I don't think she flew yet because obviously she's got to learn to fly it or it just gets some time in it rather. Um but what's do you have any feedback of what everybody's saying about it over there? Because that's a big deal, like you know, crossing that bridge and getting one registered over there to be able to be flying. Is is everybody talking about getting one now over there?
2: You know, it's funny. I mean, I've talked to her a lot about it because um, originally I was actually going to go over there and help her set the whole thing up, but with COVID and the restrictions the they are, that's just not happening. So we've been talking on the phone a lot and trying to help her out. But she's she's really liking it. She loves it a lot. And it's funny, I've actually gotten two or three emails from various pilots in Europe saying, hey, I hope they want to talk to me about MXs and what I think. And So I think they're all pretty interested in it. But, um, yeah, because I... You know, I, she, worked with I me, um, she worked with the powers of be over there, and she's got approval to fly it, and it's all good. And I think she set the standards so that anybody else who wants to in the future, the, the path will be a lot easier over there.
1: That happened really quick, too. I, you know, uh, talking to Mitch about getting that thing, you know... Set up to fly, I was like, wow, this is gonna take it's gonna take a little bit of time. I mean, even Jeff and I were talking about this on one of the episodes, and I'm like that, this has gotta take some time. You know, it's the first type to get registered there. That that can't happen overnight. And it almost seemingly did happen overnight. Not really, but it from from assembly to first flight and being registered happened it seemed like less than a month.
2: Way less than a month. I mean, it was like yeah. a week.
1: Like like a week. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there was a lot behind the scenes before it actually got there. You know, they were working with um, MX to get the engineering, bring it to their, what the powers to be over there that to, to approves that stuff. Sure. And I don't understand it exactly. and I'm probably saying this wrong, and if I am, I apologize. But I, I believe it's like she got initial authorization to fly it and test fly it for like 30 hours. And then after that 30 hours, she kind of gets like, you know, once everything's proven, she gets a blanket approval and she can just fly it as a normal airplane.
1: Oh, gotcha. So there's some. There are some restrictions That's on it cool. now. Probably like can't. Yeah, but it's an experimental airplane
2: over here, right? You know, get an experimental yeah. airplane here. You got to fly off phase one before you go into phase two, and, and then you're good to go. So it's kind of like the same thing. I think their feds just require a little bit more engineering data.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. And then once, um, I just because I'm I'm, I'm, abs- com- I'm completely ignorant to foreign registered aircraft. How how would that work now with things like. Uh, you know having whack obviously you know and we'll get into that but how how would that work having that airplane registered in France being able to fly in other in other countries in Europe and 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 beyond
2: for her flying it yeah um i mean it's it's a french registered airplane she can fly it wherever she wants it's kind of like if she- i bring my airplane over there i can fly it wherever i want
1: okay so the, i guess it's uh so she has the, I mean, yeah, okay. Because she can't fly an registered airplane, right? She has that, well, she would have to have well, a U.S. license to fly an yeah. registered airplane, vice versa and, kind of thing.
2: And she does. She's she's come over here and flown my airplane. Um, okay. done, done some practice and stuff, and she has a U.S. license, so she can do that. And then, like, when I go over there, I'll be able to fly her airplane, but I just have to get um, a French validation, which isn't that big of a deal. You know, okay, so you don't actually it's, have it's, to have an EASA license or anything like that to do it? No, you can get a validation and then just limit it to the time period of which you know when you can fly it, which is fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's exciting. I can't wait to see um, how how she does with it. Yeah,
2: she's I'm sure amazing. a bunch no, of people are going to get. Oh yeah, she she got my airplane for the first time and flew it, and was watching like, okay, she's going to take a while. It's going to take her bit to get used to it, and she flew like she had been flying it for thirty years. <laughs> it was just wow. Like, wow. Okay, so that's that's what it looks like to be good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <she's> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, I'm excited to see other people fly it too, because I mean there's so many aerobatic pilots over in Europe, France and Italy and Germany and wherever. Um, so I'm sure that they're going to be selling over there, so um, it's nice to see different airplanes in a Rusty when it's like the top 10, top 20 group of people, you know?:
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's got to be a win-win
1: for you too, because the more the more it gets seen in front of international judges, the better it is. The more recognizable it is, and then obviously having airplanes over there um, would would be a benefit to you to maybe potentially not bring your airplane over and or have at least a spare in case something happens mechanically.
2: Yeah, it's nice. I mean, so odd knows that if she comes over here, she can use my airplane anytime she wants, and um, if I go over there, it's it's there for me to use. if, if it's something really important like a world championship. Unless something happens in my airplane, I'll probably build my airplane and fly it. But if, yeah. if it's some other type of event or something that's not as important, a world championship, I mean, it'd be great just to take an airline over and jump in hers and use it.
1: How uh, how differently is her airplane set up? Well, not I not set up, but um, are, is it a similar build to yours, or is it uh, are there some differences? Is that more of a of a kind of a off the shelf MXS?
2: Um, it's pretty similar. I mean, a lot of the things that they, you know, I have them do to my airplane, have kind of become standard. So if the rudder shape is the same, I think her elevator is the same as mine, I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay. Uh, the cowling, uh, my seating position is a little bit different. I think mine's more reclined. Um, more reclined. Okay. Yeah. The, the original MXS, it was a Red Bull requirement for some reason, but the, the most they could recline the seat was like 30 degrees. And I'd come out of the MX2, which was forty-five degrees, and that's just what I was used to. So when they built my last yeah. one, they could recline it more and they did. And then when I got my second one, um, I just hadn't built it the same. So I got a little bit more reclined in my seat than a stock MXS.
1: And for for those never who have never sat in an MX two, it is really bizarre. Like go from a PITS S2C, just go sit in a PITS S2C where you sit completely 90 degrees straight up and then go sit in an MX two and it feels it feels wrong. It's so yeah, reclined. It,
2: and it's it's amplified on the ground because the tail's down, so you feel like you're even more reclined. You feel like yeah. you're laying down. <laughs> you feel like you're literally laying on the ground. It's really bizarre. Yeah. And like the first two times you pull vertical, you feel like you're standing on your head. But after about <laughs> five minutes, you realize, oh, this is actually pretty nice. <laughs> this
1: is That's where you kind of need to be. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Do you feel like that's going to be the, I mean, I, I mean, this is one of the only airplanes I know with an aggressive seating position. I mean, I call that aggressive, you know, cause it's, it's not, it's not the standard. I mean, you, you have some angle at, in, in, extras, but it's, it pales. I mean, I, you probably couldn't even get 25% or 25 degrees of, of recline in an extra. Um, I don't know how much it is, but, um, that's a pretty aggressive seating position in the MX, like in terms of G tolerance. And we, we talked about this when you were on, uh, the first time, but in terms of just handling G and, and withstanding, you know, load on the body and physiologically, Will this become the future to, to have pilots withstand, you know, kind of higher, higher loads or, you know, higher level competition and be able to do it longer, be, you know, being easier on the body.
2: That's a great question. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, it's, it's really the total seating, seating position, not just the recline. Um, so like in the MX you recline, but also like the rudder pedals are high, right? So when you're sitting and yeah. your knees are kind of like level with your heart, um, so, it's kind of a flat position, which overall is, is better for G's. You know, you can be as reclined as you want, but if your feet are down low, it's, and there's probably some, some advantages, but it's not as advantageous as having your legs up high. Yeah. I think in a sukua, yeah, because
1: your high. feet are higher, your feet are higher than like, than your, than, your, than your glutes when you're sitting in the MX.
2: At least that, that's how uh, it, it felt well, when I sat in it, right? Well, again, you're, in level flight, it's not, you know, your tail's down, so you're sitting at an angle. But it's about oh, right, right, right. The bottom of your feet is probably about level with the bottom of your butt.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that makes and sense.
2: I think it's to me, reclined seats are always better for positive G's. And for some reason it feels worse for negative G's. I don't know the I don't know the physicality of why that is. Hmm. But I mean still you just get used to it after a while, but right off the bat, you yeah, know, you jump in a pitch and you push negative five and you jump in a MX and you push negative five you can feel the difference. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I wonder, I wonder what that is uh, um, from a technical standpoint.
2: I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough to know that. So I, <laughs> I just know what it feels like.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, you know, and you don't have to know the why you just have to, it just has just, it is what it is.
2: Yep. Exactly. Just do so not overcome. Get used to it. Yep. God,
0: what's going on with Jim Burke and his MXS? Are you, can you, can we talk about that or is that his, his, uh, discussion? Cause I'm, I'm excited for him to get an MX too. Cause, um, he flies really, really well. I know he trains hard. Um, is there anything going on with oh, that? That, oh, that you could, that you could talk about Is he going to use it for a resty or is he just going to use it for freestyle or is that kind of a uh, you know, skunk work I, stuff? I, I
2: talk to Jim a lot and for some reason we've never really talked about the airplane. I know he's getting one. Um, what he's doing to it, if there's any differences, I, I actually have no idea. Oh, um, cool. Probably a good conversation to have with him if he wants to share. It. I just know he has one coming and it'll be, a, it'll be great to see another one in the air for him.
1: I yeah. do want to get him on. I keep forgetting to reach out to get him on. We got to get that him would on. Be great. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Um, yeah, that'd be great.
0: Let's see here. I guess we should. Uh, do you want to? You wanna tackle you wanted to update with everything going on with the worlds, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
0: This has been like Yeah, so
2: I mean, you probably so, to <laughs> so annoying. It's, it's
0: been crazy.
2: And, and it, it sticks, sticks because it, like it's just yeah.
0: like and it what's great. I was thinking about it today too, and there were so many other people that I know they just pulled together now um and made it work. And if those people were there from the beginning, this would have never happened it seems.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a goat rope. Um, so, you know, originally I will just reiterate what most people already know, but originally it was supposed to be in the Czech Republic and everything was just completely uncertain for so long. We couldn't get any answers. We couldn't get information. Was it happening? Was it not happening? It's a go, but there's no details. Can we go into the country? Can we not go into the country? All this stuff. And then at the last minute, literally like a week ago, literally. But yeah. the, the With a month to go. I mean, the championship starts on what, the 14th or 15th or something like that, in July?
0: Yeah, Um, like mid July.
2: The plug got pulled. So then Siva scrambled, and everything's been so secretive, which drives me nuts. You think there'd be a lot of transparency in this stuff, but somebody talked to somebody who organized with somebody and made something happen, and now it's going to be in Poland, hopefully in the exact same dates. So we got three guys that are still going to it um Johnny Wacker Marty Floonoy and um Matt Dunphy um but we're still and they're great pilots too. Bought airline tickets oh they're fantastic but you know no one's bought airline tickets yet because we still don't have any absolutely this is going to happen we just have oh I thought they bought airline
0: tickets yesterday
2: probably Sundays. um I don't know if they did I was about to buy mine and then I got an email saying hey it's probably happening, but we just don't have the 100 percent confirmation yet. So, so that's so you, Rob. Off.
1: You texted me. What was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, wanting to come on to talk about it because it it was moved to Poland. And then yeah, I was hearing kind of like, hey, it's it's moved to Poland, but like it's not really firmed up yet. And so is that kind well, of still the so is that the feeling liter- here?
2: Literally two days ago, it was we're going to Poland. It's a done deal. Book your tickets. And then this morning, it was. The dates and the location might be in jeopardy. Hold on a second. So, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. At oh
1: what point? God. At what point do you put the, the seriously? Like, what? At what point do you put this thing out to Pastor and
2: just and just let it die? You know, it's really up to the guys. You know, if they want to go, I'm going to go with them and support them. And if they don't go, then I'm going to support that decision too. It's, you know, yeah. It, so everyone has been on this team. It's it's been a great team. Everybody has practiced their butts off. They've gone to training camps. They've come together as a team. It's been a, like an honor working with all these people. And it finally came down to where someone like, This isn't going to work. You know, people have yeah. to ship airplanes. Like, Adam was going to have an MX shipped over because he's never flown an extra before. And we got past the shipping date we couldn't ship anything. And he was like, What am I going to fly? I'm not going to fly an extra that I've never flown before. Yeah. And like, learn learn how to yeah. fly an extra the week before a world championship. Yeah. And he's so like, go yeah, yeah, that to go just to to him.
0: He wants to. He wants to play yeah. and and contribute to the team.
2: Exactly. It's just and you know credit to all these guys. You too, Jeff. I mean, everyone really held in to the absolute last possible second for themselves, and then it's so sad it, and uh, frustrating as yeah. an
1: outsider to watch this because like yeah. you, yeah. everybody's worked so hard.
2: The last thing oh, you want to do is pull out. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm proud of all these guys. They've I mean. I wish everyone could see them fly because they're really flying good, and I think they would have. Well, I mean, if the three that are still going still go, they're going to be great. But I think as yeah. a whole team, if everything actually went the way it was supposed to, I think it would have been an amazing championship for the U.S. We yeah.
0: would we would have been very. I think we. Um, I don't want to be that guy and be like we would have won, but um, I think it would have been you know our competition to lose. Um, to be honest, um, I agree. You know, we were just we had a. You need. I mean. I feel like you need four, at least four pilots that can medal in order to win a team gold. Like you need that fourth person um, to do it, um, and that's what it's all about—is getting a team a team gold. Um, although it would be nice to place individually um, first and everything like that. I get it, but um, we there's a ton of ton of talent on the team, and that's why I was I was really pumped to go because you know it's if just to get first place as a team would just be amazing. Um, And you know all about it. I don't think a lot of people know that you won the world advanced championship. I don't think a lot of people know that about you because of all the other (laughs) accolades you have. Um, That had to be crazy. (laughs) When was the last time you spoke about that?
2: Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. In 2006, I came in second and then in
0: 2008, I won it. Jeez. Was that just say, um, what were you flying? The ultimate?
2: Uh, In 2006, I was flying an ultimate. I, there was one in uh, Finland that I was borrowing. Um, it's kind of funny. I had one practice flight in it before the airfoil contest.
0: <laughs> of
3: course, you
2: and did. Then, um, <laughs> in t- 2008, I had my yeah. 2008, I had my MX2, and that's what I used.
0: That's crazy. And had that contest go? I mean, that was before they went all to this free known, free unknown stuff. Um, It was a known freestyle, and then one unknown or two unknowns
2: two on ours yeah
0: so how'd that contest go you know just in a nutshell i mean were you just top three the whole time or was was there a little bit of drama to it um because that's
2: uh, dude no, it was it went, i think i um i came in second and then um it was so funny the first figure was like a i think it was an end figure with i don't know what the elements were on it but i was so pumped i came diving in the box and i hold like crazy with the first finger and got an going to accelerate stall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh! So I kind of calmed down. The rest of the flight went well and I got second on that flight. I won the free. I won the first unknown. And then um, I think I came in third or fourth on the second unknown. Did you? So, when you were,
0: so you were leading going into the this, the last flight, right? Yep. So does your yep. uh, mentality, because You're in a competition. Do you change how you approach that second unknown flight Um, as far as, um, you know, like if, you know, if I need to take an out, I can take an out or I'm going to, you know, uh, do this a little differently to be safe about it. So because, you know, I think it's one of, is it one of those things at that level? Or did you have that type of lead where it was if you zero, all you had to do was not zero?
2: Um, I don't know if I had – I'll have to go back and look at the scores. I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, I've always kind of had the attitude going into no matter what flight it is, its is. I'm either trying for a 10 or a 0, right? It's I'm, I'm going all in, and it's either going to score really well or I'm going to screw it up. Um wow. I just – it's hard to – because I'm kind of in competition with myself. You know, People have heard me say this before, but I can't affect what other people do with the airplanes. I don't affect right. what I do with mine. So I'm kind of in competition with myself, and if I kind of went easy in a fight, and I knew I was in the lead, and all I had to do is get through it, I'd be completely disappointed with myself. You know, I just feel like I, I let myself down on that fight. I didn't fight to my potential. So it's just every fight, you just have to go for it.
0: Yeah, right. is that something? Do you see? Is there a, like a glaring uh, mistake, or is there something you see at competitions or at nationals? That, you know, somebody who's new to the sport or even who's been in the sport is there something glaring that you see them do that you kind of um think to yourself uh that's probably not the best thing whether it's you know not doing enough you know run-throughs of the sequence or um you know not drinking enough more is there is there one thing that is very common that people can change to do better
2: i think the biggest thing is just seeing so many people so preoccupied with everybody else's why You know what's this person doing how are they flying what are they doing in the box you know what do i have to do to beat them it's like stop yeah one you're psyching yourself out two who cares because like i said the only thing you can do is fly your best so yeah yeah you gotta like calm down and zone out and just you know know how you flew yesterday and try to fly better today
0: yeah i mean for me i don't i don't watch anybody Cause I'm afraid that I'm going to watch and it's happened before where like you watch somebody and they just smoke the whole sequence. Like they, they fly lights out and it just psychs you out. Cause now yeah. you're like, holy shit, I got to really tune it up now. <laughs> and you just change something and you end up zeroing or flying crappy. You know,
2: I actually like watching that. I mean, I'm so I watch other people to get information for my flight. Like what's the wing doing? You know, did they put that figure in the same place that I'm planning on figuring Does it doesn't work with the wind? So I do try to take as much information as way I can do. It's a bit of my flight. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm an aerobatic fan, too. I like watching people fly. I like watching people do well. You know, if if Goody goes up in the air, Craig goes up in the air, it's like, I want to watch because they fly well, and I'm a fan. I want to see it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, we got National Aerobatic Day coming up. Um, I missed what you said earlier. Um, I think you said you were going to be in Battle Creek, but um, is that this weekend or next next weekend? Because this weekend is the uh, National Aerobatic Day thing.
2: Yeah, Battle Creek is, is next weekend.
0: Are you doing anything um, this this yeah, weekend?
2: I am. Unfortunately, it doesn't have anything to do with national robotics. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've really announced this anywhere, but I, I did get an MX2, so I have a two now. And yeah, it's sitting down in Louisiana in pieces, and I have to go try to put it together to get it flying. And get it
1: Breaking news!
2: So right that's. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I'm going to be spending my weekend.
0: Oh, cool!
3: That's, cool. Really the, that's
2: awesome. That's, that's, that's kind of in the spirit of National Wear Day, right?
0: Did you absolutely? Get, oh, hell yeah, dude! Especially if you post about it. Um, did you get? Is it black or did you get? You should throw people off and like just do pink or some type of neon color that just doesn't represent
2: <laughs> you. <laughs> no, you. What'd you get? Black. Get it all yellow and autumnal. Yeah. <laughs> it's all black yeah oh cool um, i'll vinyl it this year to make it look like the S, and then next year i'll actually get it repainted kind of the same nice
0: yeah afterglow did an amazing we were hearing
1: rumors that you were going to buy a we heard you were going to buy susan bell's midwing
0: yeah we thought that we thought that was a done deal no no No. No, it's too much too much airplane i i get it Oh,
2: i'm I'm excited about (laughs) it i'll tell you what they did a beautiful job on it it's got the it's got the same tail that mine has, the same cowling mine has, same brain tips. Um, Susan Bell's midwing? It's like it's just, no <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, like I might want this yeah. extra now. <laughs> um, what are you gonna do? Are you that, gonna bring it to air shows? Cool though, like, or are you gonna train? Uh, let people train in it.
2: Uh, I'll bring it to air shows for um, you know, do media rides and um, VIP rides. Oh, Anybody's interested in, in an MX, I can uh, take them to demo flights so they can see what it's all about, how it flies. So hopefully help the company out with some sales. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, when I got my MXS and this was kind of throwing the deal as an offer I couldn't refuse. So now I have a second airplane.
1: That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is there, um, oh, I got to yeah, ask. so, about... so weird because I have this, I swear, I, I swear I have this in the notes um, because you used to do a lot of, uh, you were in the force, the, uh, the aerobatic team or formation aerobatic team. Um, are you planning on maybe doing something like a, like a two ship?
2: Um, we'll see. Uh, I mean, there's, there's nothing I've talked about or plans right now. I mean, so Bill Stein and I, um, when we do air shows together, we can do a two ship act. And it's a lot of fun. Um, I really, I really enjoy the formation aerobatic client.
0: But it'd be cooler with two MXs.
1: yeah. Yeah. A very different that's a great challenge. pairing though with yeah Bill Stein that's that's you guys should do it. you guys should go you guys should tour nationally as a two-ship
2: he's great he's the um, he's the most fun I've ever had flying formation um, you take a light you can trust him you know if he says he's gonna do something if he does it uh, he's just he's so good to work with and nobody knows more about formation aerobatics than he does he's just yeah he's he's, he's, he's the man the yeah hey
0: yeah, I wish there was more formation aerobatic teams Um... You know, touring, I, I get that it's an economic issue. Um, I know it's expensive and all that negative stuff that goes wrong with it. But um, it's so much fun to watch when people can fly really good formation, especially in like piston airplanes and stuff. Um, uh, wow. And I never got to see you guys fly. I never got to see you and Bill and uh, Matt and uh, Jack and Hudson fly. But I've seen videos and it just it looks like an amazing show. It
2: was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, do you yeah, miss I'm it? Honest. Those guys are so great to work with. I do. I miss it a lot. Uh, first, I mean, Matt is like the ultimate lead. He's just so smooth and easy to fly off of. We got Bill out there, which you just have no worries in the world about. He's just always where he needs to be when he needs to be there. Jack was yeah. good to fly with. It was fun. And we were, we tried to be creative. You know, we tried to kind of like my solo stuff, just try to look at like what other people do and then not do that. You know? Try to think outside the box and think of some new cool yeah. stuff. I wish that I mean like no go ahead no you go you go oh I was going to say funny story like I was sitting around with Bill one day and we were practicing some two ship formation and um, we practiced um, Immelman's information and then we practiced split S's information which is like the plain staying information so you're rolling together not just rolling individually and then we're sitting around thinking about like why don't we put together and do like a formation loop with a roll on top I'm like, okay, so, so I'm like the next day, three days trying to figure it out. And finally, it's really hard, but we got it down, and it's it's pretty cool. Jeez. That's really cool. Yeah.
1: I love that. So aside from like the high energy monoplane act, I think formation piston acts are are like one of my favorite. Yeah, super oh, yeah. fun to watch. Like I, yeah. I thought the collaborators. I just I couldn't believe my eyes when I would watch the collaborators fly. I, I always thought they were such an enjoyable team to watch. Um oh, and I yeah, love it's stuff it's like awesome. that. Like dissimilar airplane, you know, formations are
2: uh, I don't know, pretty cool. Yep. So bring it but back. The is kind of, there's so much talent in that team. They're great.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Gosh, what do we have to do to get Ben Freelove back to aerobatics or back at all? Well, I don't know if he's teaching in California, but Oh god. Guy was awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I really his enjoyed his one.
0: Yeah, cuz he did he helped he oh, did. did he?
2: Yeah. Yeah, is he still involved in aerobatics? Yeah, I think he's still helping um, Yoshi out to get him ready for the whatever they're calling the, the races now.
1: Yeah, the World I'm Airways Championships or whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: I can't believe yeah. that's still happening. Still I guess it's happening, it's
2: right? I'm I mean, glad it is. I, I think ultimately it's good for aviation. You know, it just makes us more yeah. visible. It's great.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And it'll be fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it's going to rerun the same or they're going to have a slight, I know that they were talking about different uh, types of like, they had like an electric leak, I think, or something like that, or they're going to put a spin on it, but I wonder if it's going to be the same type of format that for the, um, whatever the master class, whatever you want to call it. Um, we go into pylons and then doing, I guess, say, uh, like a reverse Cuban or something. Um, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm curious.
2: I don't have a lot of information on it, but I think at least initially it's going to start off the same as it was before. But I don't, I don't have a lot of information. It, you know? I'm just kind of speculating.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see. I, I saw that they just announced that they're partnering with a fuel uh, to go carbon neutral. So it's like they're, they're, they're still kind of chugging along and making the news, I guess. Um, it'll be so fun, fun to watch really what they, what they come up with. You know, Absolutely. I'm just
0: I'm still hung up on your MX2 here cuz that's really really cool. You know, would you um I know you know people, you probably already have somebody you picked that come along, but that would be a cool documentary series like cuz you'd get dozens of people that would want to try out to be, you know, um the ferry pilot or just, you know, team pilot and go show to show with the airplanes. Um do you do you know do you have a couple people in mind that you want to use or is this going to be like you're going to have to get resumes and figure out who's the best is going to be for the shot, you know, for what you need and stuff like that to get the two airplanes there?
2: I mean, I've got a couple people in mind. I mean, honestly, at this point in the game, I'm just trying to get through this season to the next one. Uh, I mean, this is not a full season for me by any means because you know, there's still some yeah. COVID problems and some shows sort have of been canceled. Um, so, you know, once, I think, obviously, 2022 is going to be a much better season and it'll be much nicer and financially more viable when I get, all of the paychecks of just half yeah. the paychecks. So, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's there for me to use, but I think I don't know how much I'll actually be using this year. Actually, what I'm most excited to do with it, um, I used to do was called hero flights, where we yeah. find a, a veteran. In the, like you have, we have people um, submit nominations for veterans in the area, and then we select one. You, know, you read their stories and the elders deserve the flights. We pull a name out of the hat and then give them a ride. Just as a way to kind of give back and say thanks for the service, and hopefully inspire them to get involved in aviation. I love that. Done over 150 of those over the past however many years. Whenever I had a two seat airplane to use, so I'm really looking forward to doing that again. It's just it's great yeah. to put a smile on their face and again just give back and say thanks for your service.
1: I love that a lot. That's 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 awesome.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I'm um, hoping. I mean, the dream is actually to make a some sort of foundation out of it someday. Um, so I came with an honor, um, inspire, enable. So obviously you give them a ride to just honor them and their service and thanks for the service. And anybody can do this. You know, if you have an nerve airplane or any airplane, you know, a veteran, give them a ride. Just a way to get back and say thank you. But all the rides I gave, almost every single one of them, they landed They're like, this is so cool. How do I get into this? And, you know, there's a lot of young veterans out there now trying to figure out what to do. We have a huge pilot shortage engine mechanic Shortage. Um, so if you can get them inspired to want to get involved in aviation, that'd be great. And then enabling, if I can actually make the foundation and maybe come up with some spo- um, sponsorships to at least get them a private pilot's license, that's kind of the ultimate dream of that. Because well, I guess the GI Bill will idea. cover all the flight training except for the private. So if yep. you get them through the private, they can use the GI Bill from there to go on.
1: I love that idea. Let uh, we should uh, we should get something you know nationally together where you can have like a you know a database of pilots uh, that yeah, are willing I mean, to it, do these flights. I'd I'd be uh, happy to do uh, veteran flights. I love that.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. Like I said, anybody can do it. Just, if you know, a veteran or walk into one. Just say, "I want to go for a ride." Take twenty minutes and get in the new airplane. Like I can tell you from experience that they, they they always come back with a smile on their face
0: yeah i've taken a couple and, really and they come back and they're like that was the closest thing i felt since being overseas and i'm like awesome <laughs> you know it's awesome uh, yeah they're like the best passengers It's like more and more and more i'm like all right like let me <laughs> here we go
2: you asked for it
0: yeah and um, i've taken
2: a lot of cool guys over the years i've taken special forces guys i took a um world war ii b24 door gunner She um, was awesome he was so sharp and so fun to fly with,
3: A Korean War guy. Oh my it's god!
2: Just, yeah, it's been great. That's it really took my cool. Dad
0: flying. That. So, hell
1: yeah, hell yeah, love it, love it. All right, what else we got on the docket? We here? got
0: a ton of shit. So, I mean, bleep that one out. Um, no, I wanted you to and your uh, potty mouth. I know we get. Um, believe it or not, there's some. I got a lot of feedback this past week from a lot of newcomers coming into the sport. And, um, um, the next thing I wanted to, so one person asked me, you know, about aerobatic competition or getting into aerobatics. And, um, we were talking a little bit and some of the books that I made mention, um, to get were, uh, obviously, you know, basic aerobatics and then better aerobatics and also the Neil, Willi- Neil Williams book, I think it's just called Aerobatics, right? Um,
1: aerobatics, yep.
0: What, what do you think is the best book, Rob, for, I mean, this is just your your opinion, um, but what do you think is the best first book for somebody who's just getting into Aerobatics to start reading? Or your favorite?
2: You know, honestly, um, I, I like Goulian's book. Um, was it Basic Aerobatics and the second one was like Advanced Aerobatics. I figure what the title Yeah. About. But that's, I mean, that's what I used to get started. Um, you know, I didn't get any instruction or anything like that because so I just really couldn't afford it back then. So it was whatever you get my hands on to go upside down. And I would just read his book and do it would step by step, go really high and, you know, I <laughs> try to do what he said in the book and make it all work. Yeah. But, um, no, I like that, this book too. The book that, that made it work for me.
0: Yeah. And it's nice because he gives you the site pictures um, of what it's supposed to. Yeah. I like that book a lot too. And um, I really liked... I liked Alan Cassidy's book too, because it's got a really great chapter on airmanship and, you know, basically um, just having being professional in the cockpit and um, you know, not showing off and, and knowing why things are happening not just how to do them, but knowing exactly why it's happening. Um, But yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people out there. And one of the guys was talking to me. We were talking online a little bit. He's down South and, um, you know, he wants to basically get a mentor and things like that. And I told him, obviously, you know, go to a competition or, um, you know, I'd see who I knew down, down South in that area. But, um, I've been seeing a lot more, you know, kids getting involved, um, or wanting to get involved in this sport. And, um, I think it's, it's just great. Um, it's absolutely great. Do you, um, do you get a lot of feedback from kids that message you?
2: Yeah. I get messages all the time. You know, the, it's funny. The question I get almost daily, like on, whether it's a DM or, you know, or whatnot, is like, I want to fly aerobatics. How do I do it? It's yeah. Like, oh, that's such a loaded question. You know, you ask 10 people, you're going to get 10 different answers and everyone has a different story on how to get there. But yeah, at the end of the day, what it all comes down to is have a plan A, don't have a plan B. just make it happen and do whatever you need to do to make it happen. You might have to sacrifice and give a lot of stuff up, but that's what you really want to do. And, it's not really a sacrifice, is
1: it? Go Yeah,
0: it. yeah, yeah. It's been great because there's a uh, there's a new school in Long Island. Uh, well, it's not a new school, but they just got a uh, a super decathlon, and it's been great because you know maybe I'd say four or five times a month I'll talk to somebody and they'll be like, "How do I do this?" or whatever. And um, it's been really tough for me to get them answers. I'll tell them, you know, go on the IC website, or you know, I'll give them a couple of references of people that are some somewhat close, but it's they're just too far away and um, now with the school in Long Island, it's just like, hey, call this person, um, go on this website, book book your flight. It's up to you now. Like you want to do it, it, it's right down the road. Like go do it, and it just makes life so easy to for me at least to be able to try to promote the sport and uh, get people on there. Um, if anybody's on Long Island, New York, listening, it's Academy of Aviation, and they got a Super Decathlon. And call them up, go on the website. You know, you got to put the effort in.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I see the great resource, right? You just jump on there and see all the different aerobatic play schools in the country. Um,
0: yeah.
2: So at least at least you have a starting point of what like, would we'll make your first phone call.
0: And we'll that. What was your, like, when you were coming up through the sport, um, what was your favorite, do you I want to say, like, what's your favorite aerobatic contest that you went to? Because you were in the Northeast. Uh, but do you have, was there one that, like, is instilled in your... That was just... No matter... It doesn't really matter how you did, but that was just fun. That was the most memorable contest that you had, like, the best time at?
2: Um... You know, like they were a, all really good.
0: Like uh, a local one?
2: Not, like, a national? I was going to say, so the one that stands out most to me was my very first nationals. And it's only because I showed up and, like, you know, there was Kirby Chambliss. There so and so, there's there are all these people that I've only seen in magazines and books, and I really looked up to, and they're all right there. like, yeah, holy cow, I'm here hanging out with these guys. This is amazing. Um, for local contests, um, I, I really like the, um, what do we call it, the Green Mountain contest, the, the one that's up in Vermont. Yeah. Um, it's just to me, it was always really fun, kind of laid back, um, you know. Chapter 35, the great of good people. You know, to me, half of a competition is just the social aspect of it. And hanging yeah. out with like-minded people, and, you know, you're all there for the same thing. You all like the same thing. So it's pretty easy to talk to people and have great conversations about aerobatics and aerobatic, aerobatics. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That, that, that's a good one. And it was pretty close to where I live, so it was easy to
0: <laughs> So does that, you know, like you, you, your first national story, does that make you want to go up to, when you're at nationals, do you go up to a lot of... Uh, First timers or the college kids, and just start talking to them because of uh, you know the impact that you can you know the positive impact that you can have on them.
2: Um, I do. You know, it's fine. It's, it's it's just me and my personality. It's hard to see myself as that. You know, because I'm still just a aviation geek that loves airplanes and aerobatics and flying and anything that has to do with going upside down. So I go up to him and I talk to him and I try to encourage him, but it's more of like a peer than anything else. Yeah. I hope people understand that I'm a coach for and they can come talk to me anytime they want if they have any questions and happy to answer it. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not there to be somebody. I'm there to be one of them and help out anywhere I can. I don't know if that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was just a bunch of airport bombs, right? That's it. <laughs> it was, That's It's just having to fly upside down. It's
1: having to be a little weird.
2: Yeah. A little exactly.
1: off. A little off. Exactly. like to go just upside a down bit. and do weird stuff. <laughs> yep. So when do you hope, are you, uh, are you actually like hoping to put the MX2 back together, fly it home?
2: Or what's uh, just no, just start the process? I, I don't know if i will get to So, you know, they built the airframe and everything down in Australia, but I didn't ship the engine everything down there, because that's, that's the point of shipping it always there, just having to come back. So the engine, the prop, everything firewall forward is sitting in Louisiana also. So we got to put all the pieces together, and we're also going to mount the engine on it and get it running. I don't know if I'll get it all done in this trip, but hopefully we'll get a big chunk of it done.
1: Oh, so this is a new MX... Is this a new MX2? Brand new. Oh I thought you would yeah. acquire I, I was kind of picking up the impression that you'd acquired like a used MX two or or something like okay. Oh so okay. No, brand new out of the box, never fun. Oh my gosh. How fun.
2: Yeah. Now I'm looking yeah forward to, it it's is. gonna be set up as close to my MXS as possible. So like if something happens in my airplane I have a backup and you know so many parts interchangeable that I have like basically an entire airplane for the spare parts in there, too. You know, Sometimes to the engine I can pull it off, stick it on my That's and so I nice. It's going to be identical, so there'll be a lot of um, practicalities to having it, also.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's got to be that's got to that's gotta feel really good um, to have something as a backup in the US just in case. Oh, yeah. Well, it's touring. Are you um, it's is the plan to have Adam? Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry?
0: No, no, no! I was just going to add to that that you know having the MX two and and showing it around, it, it, you know, in the airshow circuit, it's like giving it a tour and going from you know state to state, so that all the uh, local aerobatic enthusiasts can either get a demo ride and and see what it's like and maybe buy one.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Got to promote the airplane. That's like the one thing we don't have right now is a demo airplane out there to like show people what it does. The thing about the MX is you know. like, Yes, it's kind of this fire-breeding dragon, but it's so easy to fly. You know, if you're a competent tailwheel pilot and have a little bit of high performance time, taking off, landing, cruising around, basic aerobatics, it's so easy to fly. (laughs) But what's nice is it's easy to fly, so you can do all the basics, but you'll never really outgrow it. As far as you push it, it's just going to keep going.
1: That is incredible. To have good flying characteristics, but have the flight envelope be so large that yeah, you never outgrow it. <laughs> yep. If you're outgrowing an MX2 or an MXS, there's you're you're yeah you're
2: too I mean, good. I've been, I've, I've been trying. I, I mean, I probably have 3,500 <laughs> hours of MXs now, and I keep trying to outgrow it, and I just can't seem to get there.
0: Do you have Rob? Do you have a secret figure that you have down that you're just waiting to unveil once people replicate the crazy shit, the crazy stuff that you. <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing now that? because <laughs> that's what mark and i have been saying like you know everybody's like oh i'm gonna get this inside tumble or "Oh, i'm gonna do the frisbee and as soon as they do that there's you like just laughing in yourself or like okay tomorrow i'm just gonna whip out the exhibit a whatever you want to call it and it's gonna be some i can't even think of something ridiculous that's gonna happen
2: <laughs> you know honestly I, I always have stuff that i'm trying to work on i love it uh, it's amazing yeah. how much stuff i work on and have like ideas about but it's just like no, it's not. Can
0: you work. do a triple a hammerhead? Actually, you know? That's probably is that possible?
2: Uh, that's been done before. Triple that is possible. Yep.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> how about
2: a how about a double hammerhead to the right? Yeah, that would be pretty difficult. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you can get that to work. I mean, nothing's impossible, right? When I came into this, everyone told me you couldn't tumble it airplane positively but obviously you can do that so hold my beer yeah, yeah. the inside I tub is like one of the coolest things you know I mean if I have to make a quote unquote impact on the same streets hopefully to inspire people to like just think outside the box and come up with their own stuff you know I mean it's it's great to copy somebody else and if somebody wants to do what I'm doing I mean, that's fine but wouldn't it be better to be inspired to like Think outside the box and come up with something new and cooler, even even more impressive. Yeah, that's, Rob, that's let me ask nice
1: you this: right along these lines, do you feel like there's a stigma among accomplished aerobatic pilots, competition pilots, airshow pilots, of not trying? I mean, uh, trying new things maybe not so much, but there is this like, hey, uh, don't be a test pilot. Don't get don't get all experimental. Just stick with you know do variations of what's been tried and, and, and proven. Do you feel like there's a stigma of that, that, that you're trying to break? Or is there no stigma of, you know, that conservative
2: the, nature? Uh, I don't know if the stigma. I mean, you know, there's, I think there's a big difference between trying something new and being dumb. Right. Sure. So if, if you're trying something new, and you, you know, in my opinion, you're going about the right way, You've thought about it for a long time, you've thought about the aerodynamics, you thought about what it could turn into and develop into, what are the outs, you know, and the first few times you, well actually a whole bunch of times you try you try it really up high, you know, you don't bring it down low until you have it actually mastered. Um, yeah. So I think you can experiment and be smart with how you do it, um, and then you could be really dumb and try something, you know, well let's see how this works, close to the ground doesn't work, and then your statistic. Well, that's
1: what I liked about. I think it was either uh, Allen's book. It might have been in the Goulian books too. But like the the failure modes of a given maneuver. You know, and it's yeah. like when you start reading all these maneuvers. Obviously, you know, as a new budding aerobatic pilot, you don't want to go out and try something that's beyond your capabilities to recover from, because that's what's going to happen. You're going to do it wrong. You're going to have to. You're going to enter some failure mode, whether it's a spin or or some sort of upset recovery that you're going to have to fix. But um, you 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 kind of really look at these maneuvers and it's only it can only go wrong a couple of ways as long as you keep it within the flight the flight envelope, right? Like I mean like don't overspeed the shit the this you know the hell out of the airplane. <laughs> um yeah and if you keep it inside the flight envelope, there's only really a couple of failure modes. So knowing that, uh, you kind of
2: know how it's gonna go. Yeah, exactly. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not a, you know recommending a 10 hour aerobatic pilot to calculate and go out and try to figure out a new thing. I mean, you obviously need a certain experience level before you start doing that stuff. You got to be yeah. You got you got to know all the spin modes inside out, the recoveries, be able to recognize it at a glance so you can stop it. Um,
1: Pavlovian response to all that.
2: Should, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you should know before doing this stuff. But once you have that skill set, it's like experiment. You know, be smart about it, think about it, but you know, try to try to come up with something new. There's there's probably so much stuff that nobody's even thought of yet that can be done. So go out and figure it out.
0: Or even just even like, yeah. those,
2: do you feel like it's great. It's it's, 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 it's always easier to look at what somebody else is doing and figure it out than to try to figure it out from scratch. Nobody's ever done it before. Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. So to me, like figuring out what somebody else has already done, that's me personally. That's not a challenge, right? That's just, it can be fun. I mean, I see people do some things I'm like, Oh, I want to try that because it's really fun to do, but it doesn't really have the same impression on me because I'm just
1: copying what somebody else did. I'm not coming up with my own thing. Yeah. Makes sense. Or even just
0: developing your own type of flying style. Like how how the airplanes being flown? Um, you know, but yeah, I agree. It's, yeah. There's a lot of uh, replication going on in at air shows, you know, cause it's like, you know, I remember, you know, Chapman had that entry, you know, that was his like coin thing. It was like split S entry, like a bunch of split S's, which was really neat. And Gullian, you know, he's just really, really crisp, you know, really hard. And then obviously you got, you know, a lot of these these newly invented maneuvers that, that you're doing. So like the three of you guys have really, you know, you could be in the same airplane and everybody would know who was flying that airplane, um, which is really neat to, yeah. to be able to, to see that. Um,
2: and that's one of the things I noticed early on is, you know, I looked at the pilots that I looked up to and I realized, you know, they you can tell who that pilot is no matter what they're flying because they have their style. And yeah. you know, when you're first getting into the sport, you got to kind of figure out what your style is and who you are. And you know, obviously when you first start you kind of do what everybody else does because you're trying to learn how all this stuff works. Yeah. But I really wanted to get into the sport and get into air shows and eventually have people look at me and say, that's Rob flying because I, I had my own style and I wasn't just copying somebody else. Right. So yeah, the Goulians, the Chapman's, the Sean Tucker's, um, Patty Wagstaff, Kirby, I mean, any of those people—you watch them flying. Like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. They'll definitely have their own style.
0: Do you think? Um, it's a hypothetical question, but uh, Mark and I were talking about it. Um, you think there's a uh, a slim chance that somebody like Kirby and and Patty would come back to the Nationals just to fly to four minute free and do a, have it be in a competition for the four minute free and and because I don't think they would ever come back for the rusty portion of it. Um. But do you think that's something that, if we got enough people, it's almost like that dumb and dumber thing. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> what one in a one in a million. But um, I, I mean, I if enough people, if if enough people maybe ask for it, um, possibly. But I think that would be really neat to get Chambliss and and all those guys, Chapman, just and do just the four minute free. Um. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I don't know. I mean, personally, I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, um, the cool thing to record too to have video put online or. Oh,
1: that would be speak. incredible. Yeah, dude, people um, would pay what are they, like, for not,
2: that. I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to speak for any of these people, but I don't, I don't know if they'd actually come back and do it or not.
0: Oh, we are, we it'd actually cool did. we spoke about this. The only the only um, um, what do you call that? Caveat to that is that you only get to fly 30 seconds into four minute free, otherwise, they probably won't all come. That's the only thing.
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, so. I don't know
2: about that. I mean, you got some pretty accomplished pilots there. But.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, amongst other things, we'll, we'll start, a pe- start a petition. Up.
1: <laughs> It'd be so much fun to watch. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: Especially if, like, the way I would want to do, it, the way I would work it is, is obviously they would video it, but don't release the video and just tell people this is like not going to be recorded. And I think a lot of people would fly in to see if you got five of like the nineteen nineties, early two thousands superstars um, come back to form in a free competition, whatever. Um, I th- I think it would be, I think people would fly in for that. I really do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I don't know. I'm That'd crazy. Cool. Yeah. I like to be involved.
2: Isn't that great?
1: We'll start it here. It'd be so much fun to watch. I, I Man, I would love that. Definitely. All right. What else we got here? Let's see here. What else? About, um, we talked a little bit about national aerobatics day. Jeff, are you doing anything for it?
0: So IEC see 52 um, has national aerobatics day at ocean County, New Jersey, MJX on Saturday, I think rain date Sunday, IEC 35, um, go to IEC 35.org. Um, I want to say it's at Concord in Concord, mass. Um, they're doing it as well. Um, or just post pictures and, uh, show us what you're doing. Um, I'm really excited. I think this is one of the, one of the, the best ideas IAC's has done in a while, um, is coming up with this, this thing cause it's been getting so much talk over the internet. Um, everybody's talking about it and I think all the members are really excited about it. They've been promoting it. I've been seeing it on their personal pages and, and everything like that. So, um, it's really, yeah. really cool.
1: It's getting a lot uh, of buzz. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's such a cool idea. It's, it's
1: it, it is a cool idea. Yeah. We weren't able to get, um, we were trying to get chapter 38, um, to, to do something. And, um, Brits, uh, Brits off to Nebraska to compete. So we weren't able to get anything official for the chapter, but, we're doing one at rio vista oscar eighty eight tri tip sodas drinks refreshments whatever food snacks um, and uh I don't know I, i'm I was trying real hard I might have to I might have to break out my travel my travel snow cone machine <laughs> bring it over there um, yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of people are registered um and uh yeah it'll be a good time come on out if anybody's around uh this'll, this'll, this will this will let see it's thursday the it's The 24th, this will air tomorrow, the 25th. And then uh, the 26th, it's uh national aerobatics day around the, uh, around the country. So um, if you hear this on Friday, come on out and check, uh, if you're wondering, if you haven't heard anything uh, and you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, check Facebook, check the IAC website for uh local chapter meetings and, and, and look for your nearest chapter to come out and help celebrate national aerobatics day.
0: Yeah. Are you? Is there anything going on with uh, Oshkosh Rob? Anything new, or is it just going to run like any other air venture? And they're, uh, not that it's not making light of it, because um, it's an awesome event to go to. But anything uh, exciting going on? We heard that Eric Tucker is going to fly his cub there, which is really cool. I'm excited for him to do that. Um, do you know anything new going on there?
2: I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be. I mean, they're probably going to record numbers. I know they're like their pre-ticket sales. This was over a month ago. It was already like. 190% of projected. So wow. I think it's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a great time. You know, they're doing the two aerobatic, aerobatic box thing. Oh my God, Utah, I forgot which, about that. Um, yep. yep. Yeah. I, I got my opinions on that, which are probably aren't the popular opinions. <laughs> oh, spill it. Let's, I, let's spill some tea. I, I, so. I, well, first off, I completely understand why they're doing it. Right? It's, it's code restrictions and trying to spread people out. But I think when you get that many people, Kind of hard to spread them out, anyways, right? They're all already kind of spread everywhere.
1: Um, yeah. What's the difference between ten thousand people in one spot or five thousand people in one spot and five thousand people in another spot at that point? Yeah. It, it,
2: yeah.
0: To me, that's, I think it's well. going to be distracting like I said, I, I, any performer. I mean, if you're flying an air show, you're you're so concentrated on on your routine and and flying professionally, and then. You know, now you're trusting somebody who you may not know who's very close to you. And then it's just going to be, you're going to be doing something, whether it's like maybe an inverted pass or some type of vertical down and add, it's, something's out of the corner of your eye. You don't know if it's that plane or something in your airplane. It's just, there's it's just distracting and, and that's no good, right?
2: Yeah. That's kind of my opinion on it. Again, I'm, I'm probably not going to make any fun saying all this, but yeah. Um, you know, there's all there's I could probably count on one hand the number of pilots that I actually know and trust to fly in an aerobatic box right next to me and not spill over into my box. Yeah. Um, but even at that, it's exactly that. You're going through a tumble and you're flopping around and on the corner of your eye, you see another you know, airplane with a smoke trail coming out. How is that not a distraction? It's absolutely um, a distraction, I think. And I and they're they're doing the best they can. I think like each performer gets a four thousand foot box and I think there's a thousand foot buffer dead zone in the middle. But Still, even um, just the geometry of it. like My show, Left and Right, is not much more than 3,000 feet. But I take off into my show, and I need 5,000 feet to get to speed to do the half roll, push, and start what I do. So that means I have to start in their box. How's yeah. that going to work? And then my the middle of my show, when I climb up to start the second half and dive in, how do we, I don't know. It's just going to be really interesting to see how it works.
1: I mean, you one just, of the most
2: dangerous things you can do in your show is modify your show. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, is there going to be a contingency, like if, if this, you know, if they start the show and this is kind of not working, is there a contingency to change anything? Or uh, is it just going to be roll with the punches and, and it is what it is?
2: I don't know. You know, the saving grace is there's a lot of smart people working there. So I'm sure they have something yeah. to figure out.
0: It yeah, seems like a glorified squirrel cage.
2: Dennis who runs a show. He's great. um, Yeah, except you're not in the same box together. Yeah. So there's that. Oh, that'll be interesting. I I mean at the same time I could be a thousand percent wrong and maybe it works fantastic and that's the way to do it in the future. And I
0: think from a spectator a point view of view it's
2: first time to see if it's actually going to work.
0: Yeah, from a spectator point of view it's 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 a great idea.
2: Well, I mean that was what I questioned too, because how do you know which side of the airport to be on to see your favorite people fly?
1: Yeah. And that's what's frustrating, is like if you wanna see everything, you're missing effectively half. Or at least your your it's death by uh, att- uh, you know uh because it's you know, too much too much stimulus it's
2: literally it's literally two air shows side by side you get two sets of announcers two sets of speakers two sets of air box, two sets of performers and acts yeah. it's two yeah. complete air shows side by side next to each
0: other and then what if you're flying like when the uh, the aeroshell aeros what are, the aeroshell team is flying with the amount of smoke that they put out <laughs> like.
2: Yeah, would, that's a concern also. How's that can work? You no, know, I mean, granted that you know, if, if it's like a, a jet act, or say it's Matt Youngkin, it takes up a lot of space. They're not going to have two boxes going at the same time. They'll have one act, and because he'll have to spill over. Um, yeah, but you know, if it's like me and Goulian, or me and Kevin Coleman, or something like that, that's when you to have two different people flying at the same time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That would be interesting. I wouldn't trust Mike Goulian.
2: I like my hand <laughs> that I, would trust he's super reckless super
1: reckless all right i have a question so without getting too polarizing and not naming names but um on that note obviously they're you know and we've talked about it on the show as as you know people on the ground looking up uh, at air show performers but there's clearly a a a a spectrum of air show performer. This must weigh in, uh, in, into who you get paired next to in the box in, into these, into these, uh, a joint or not a joint, but, um, um, separate, but, but close boxes together. I mean, that must weigh on, weigh on an aerobatic pilot. Like, okay, who, who's going to be in the box next to me while I'm performing and, will that increase or lower my anxiety level? Has there been much talk of that? Um, I'm
2: I'm trying to phrase that without being,
1: without being mean to anybody, but uh, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm sure there has. And I haven't, I mean, to be honest, I haven't been part of that conversation. There's probably been a lot more of this conversation than I've been a part of. So I'm sure they have some stuff worked out. Yeah. Um, it's it's a concern, but you know when you don't have all the details, obviously it's even more of a concern, and I don't have all the details right now. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: is there anybody who's performing yeah, at Oshkosh that you want it to it see? It
2: would, it would, uh, yeah, I mean all the greats. You know, I always love seeing Gulian and Susie and Patty and all of them. Like I said, I'm I'm still an aerobatic air show fan. I like to watch just as much as I like to fly.
0: Dude, Gene Susie is amazing to watch. I love it. Dean Susan's a man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Still crushing it. Oh, yeah. Hall of Famer.
2: Yep.
0: There's another he's, guy with gray so hair. Funny.
2: I was watching him at a show when i Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> I was watching him in my own. he was performing in Stewart, Florida years ago. And just where the hot ramp was, we were kind of looking right down the five hundred foot line. And there must have been a twenty five knot wind on the crowd. And he kept that show cap right on the five hundred foot line entire time, never drifted, I mean, it was just amazing how we just never crossed the line. He was always on the line. And what done after, I we was like, gee, that was amazing. We never crossed the line. We dealt with that wind. I didn't see anything to be cheap. It just looked perfect. And his response to me was, well, that's what you're supposed to do, <laughs> and he walked away. <laughs> 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 yeah. I guess that is uh, what you're supposed to do. Okay, Lesson learned. He ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Meanwhile, like,
1: and that's one of those nuances that nobody else would pick up, you know. Like, people just watch the show and they're like, okay, cool, you know. And yet, the people that know just see so much detail and nuance in the flying, so impressive.
0: Yeah, that's like my favorite. When I go to a competition and you can watch some of the unlimited guys on the Y axis, so if they're, you know, if it's a regular win and they're flying on the X, um, if you stand on the Y, then you could just it's so crazy to see the amount of uh, work they're doing to keep it, to keep it uh, looking good in front of the judges. So definitely recommend people doing that. It's yeah, a lot of
2: fun. And you know, hiding it. <laughs> What's that? Because, I mean, really, when you find the box, the, and, and hiding it from the judges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people, when you find the box, the the, the the only position it has to actually look good from is from the judges' point of view. So you got to do all these cheats and angles and stuff to make it look good for them. But if you watch from any other angle, it's like, wow, that guy can't fly a straight line. What's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. The other angles don't, don't matter. Yeah. That's freaking funny.
0: Hey, what, what parachute are you using right now? I wanted to ask you that actually um, the other day.
2: Um, I'm in a transition right now. I have a Softie that I've used forever, but um, Summit is making a new shoot, which hopefully I'll have here pretty soon. I'm very. Oh, nice. Very right yeah. yeah. I'm glad you're able to I'm hook up ready. with Jared. He's He's a good dude. He's been great to work with. I mean, like he sent me a shoot and it was really good, but I was like, you know, I kind of want this, 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 and this. Cause I wear a shoot every single day and I kind of know what I want and don't want. I mean, it was fantastic. I sent it back to him. He's making all the modifications. So I can't wait to get it back and try it out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm That's using awesome. a softie now. And, um, the problem with my softie is maybe it's the pack on it, but it's just not a very comfortable shoot. Well, it's not bad, but it's not what I want. Um, and I was talking to Mark the other day too about it, and um, you know he had mentioned Jared over at Summit. So let me know when you get it. Um, I'd love to hear or see what you got, and I'll probably uh, just get what you get um, because. And then the other and problem, I, my softie is like thick. My
2: softies. Actually, my, see, my softie is like super comfortable, but I also had it for a long time, so I don't know if it's just broken in or, or what it is, but yeah, I like it. Um, I'm just, you know the. You know this from aerobatics, you get the, the aerobatic harness and where the buckles are, that's right where the ratchets are, and you get these bruises yep. and yep. You know, it can become pretty uncomfortable for a while. So I just for my name, like, my the buckles that he uses, it's not going to an aerobatic harness, it's going to be a standard harness, but they're really flat, and he was open, and instead of having them buckle in the front, they're actually buckling in the back, so they're just completely out of the way, which I don't know why that hasn't always been a thing. It seems to make sense.
1: Honestly, I when so I when I ordered that, my Softie right? with the aerobatic harness and I regretted it, I, I actually really didn't like it because I'd flown with Softies with the standard harness and I was like, I like the standard harness with the, clip, uh, the um, quick disconnects, um, but you can't do the quick disconnect with the aerobatic harness and I'm like, well, the aerobatic harness is probably better for aerobatics and I, I hated the way the chest crossed. It drove me nuts. Well, and, I don't
2: mind. It, mine actually has the quick disconnect, but it... But the strap—I mean, the hook's doesn't tight, but you still got to thread through that those hoops. So that's yeah, yeah. And then you
1: know, somewhere on the harness, that shoot is interfering in a in an uncomfortable way. Yeah, I, I like I like the summit the the um, what do they call them the Cobra clasp that uh, Jarrett uses.
2: Yeah. Um, I like yeah, those they're a really lot. Flat and, yeah, oh, I gotta check yeah, that. i really try really to get it. Um, when I. When I get in front of it, oh, I'll let you guys know how it goes. What did you have him add
1: if uh, if you can share? Did you like some sort of a flap to sit on, kind of thing?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, he, he put a flap on it. Um, you have to have that to keep it from riding up under negative G. Um, made it a, you know, I'm a tall guy, so it was a little bit too short for my back. It just rode too high on my back, and I wanted it to be a little bit lower. So, adjusting straps, making the container a little bit longer to fit that. Um, having a quick disconnect on the chest strap also so you're not doing that whole feed it thread it thing yeah um, so and I told him make sure he puts his logo on it he said he wanted to have summit on it anywhere I'm like, Dude, he's going to be seen everywhere put your logo on it put it on it <laughs> so hopefully we will do that this time self nice. promote stuff
1: yeah
0: we should talk to him and add like a fly cool shit That's- logo on it <laughs>
1: that'd be sweet that'd be awesome
0: <laughs> yeah i'm looking i love the uh, i love the straps they have for it this is a really cool shoot um anyway let's see it's super comfortable summit parachute systems.com this is awesome
1: yeah i was i was super impressed with the the harness setup i mean you know everybody has their like i've, I've it's a very similar feel to like i have two national shoots and it's a very it's a different container than softy for sure it's more kind of akin to like a national shoot maybe like, uh, I think Butler kind of is, it might be similar too. but, um, the harness setup was like a, a, a no brainer for me. So what is that? I, it's I got it? I like it so much more across the software. chest.
0: I'm looking at it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd almost describe it, Rob, like you, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I almost, I would almost describe it as like a cross between the aerobatic and standard harness that softy makes. It's like a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because the legs the are, me, the legs kind of do different. Uh, go. Uh, they strap different, but then the chest strap is straight across.
2: Yeah. And also, I think my should be really flat. Um, like a lot of people like a wedge, but, you know, I'm tall. So I don't want the bulk to be near the bottom because that just pushes my butt too far forward. My legs are already long enough. They run out of room. And, I don't and want you can already recline so, so much. Because, yeah. yeah and my, shoulders I don't want to push forward because then my head's closer to the canopy. So, you know, I want the happy medium of as flat as possible. So my whole body can be as far back as possible.
0: Yeah, sure. Wow. They're really nice. That makes sense. Damn. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Jarrett. Um, he, he, um, he's, he's a really nice guy too. Um, you know, avid parachuter and rigor and, um, kind of it just will make you whatever you want.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to flying through there sometime actually meeting him. It's been, it's been great to work with. So I'd like to meet him in person. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I'll be excited to hear once you get, um, uh, the shoot more, more fitted to your liking, uh, actually how you like it, which I'm sure you will. I'm sure. I will, Yeah. yeah.
2: Like good...
0: So you're, you're going down to Louisiana with this MX2, which is uber cool. Um, but you go down there, is that where your main training base is, where you do all your uh, airshow training and competition training? Is that because I hear that a lot?
2: Most um, of it. Yeah, yeah there's this place just south of Freeport that do a lot of practice in. the a great box there. It's like surface to 6,000. It's, and the box is like 6,000 by 6,000. So you can do all your airshow and it lets fill up the sides. Um, is that near Kevin Coleman's time. place? It is his place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very oh, cool they're, 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 they're like family so you know we help each
0: other down there a lot. oh that's awesome yeah. do a lot of other competitors train yeah. down there or is it is it kind of like just uh invite only type of thing or do they have any competitions down there
2: it's, no it's pretty much invite only but you know bill stein does a lot of flying there gooey will go there um, obviously kevin is there um, some people you know Depending upon what's going on, we'll come through and fly there. Um, there's actually remember when Sean Tucker built out of his airplane. Oh yeah, that was there. Oh shit. Oh really? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. See, we yeah. need some fabric from that airplane to put into some watches. So <laughs> we need.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably sell some of those. Oh my yeah, god. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was but, the one where he broke the uh the elevator uh attach uh, the uh push rod attach
2: bolt, right? Uh the bearing, the bearing in the
1: Oh the bearing, okay. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Freaky. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a little freaky. Yeah. Hell Hasn't he yeah. bailed out a few times? I think
2: three, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yep. I think he uses softie <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh my god is yep. he doing anything anymore yep, i mean i know he had, he had the amazon or the uh sorry the game bird thing going um and uh that whatever happened happened with that but is he gonna get back into the air shows or is he you think he's checked out
2: i Honestly, don't know. I mean, that's kind of his story to tell. Um, I haven't talked to him in quite a while, so I don't really know what's going on with him. The um, last I knew, I thought he was still trying to find a sponsor to make the whole formation thing work. But where that's at, I have no idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who
2: knows? I've, I've, been,
3: hearing, I've oh, been hearing. I've
1: been hearing rumors of uh, Tatima and uh, them getting a fleet change.
2: Oh, there you go. So, yeah, <laughs> is that going to yeah, be with the GB two? Is that the GB two?
0: Is that speculation with the GB two?
1: <laughs> it's the GB two tricycle oh gear. What, what do we? What do we say it was tricycle gear biplane? Twin engine. Uh, twin engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a cross between a Yak one ten and a, uh, a tri motor. <laughs> 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 That's one. Did you ever get to see the CDAC 110 fly?
2: Oh, yeah, many times.
0: That's something I gotta I got go see. Cool. Oh, my god. Did it's, they ask, um, did they ask you to
2: fly I mean, it? I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, no, no. And I'm not trying to take anything away from it because it's in its own right, it's incredibly cool. But I was always just partially jet walker. You see a giant biplane sounding like a jet, yeah. it should have been right down the side of it. It was did, you, just so cool. did
0: anybody buy the? It was, it was sad to
2: see him lose his sponsorship.
1: Sorry. It was sad to see him lose his sponsorship and put the plane up for sale. Uh, that was such a, um, such a cool, um,
2: yeah. the jet walk was so cool. Um, yeah. It unbelievable. Does, did it actually originally sell? Originally. Did you ever see? Um, yeah, he sold it. I don't um, know who too, but he, he did sell it. Did you ever see Jimmy Franklin when he flew the jet Power Block?
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: That, that was, was
2: he was amazing. That was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: But he to, never to see a vertical line drawn straight up in a wacko. It's just like it's does it just doesn't make sense. It makes less sense than an inside tumble.
2: It, was, it didn't make any sense. I mean, all, well, the first time I saw it fly, I just started laughing because I didn't know how else to react to it. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, It's funny because we were talking. It didn't make sense. We were it talking to Eric Tucker about it, and he's he was talking about whatever, but he was talking about Kyle and how you know the airplane would be doing like two hundred plus, and Kyle would be on the top wing <laughs> just trying to hold on. Oh yeah.
2: I mean, every, everything about that thing is just cartoon physics. It's, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, he put it best. He called it uh, Arkansas engineering, which was the best.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I saw I saw him perform at Oshkosh um, and I just remember the airplane, it just, it never went slow. Like, you would think that maybe turn it down and fly it like a biplane for a couple of minutes to, or whatever, but the airplane was just 200 plus the whole time, just up, down, left, right. <laughs> and I got to see uh, that year, that was in 99. I got to see uh, Wayne Hanley fly his uh, Turbo Raven, which was really, I thought that was, I think that might've been the coolest airplane I've ever seen flying in an air show.
2: That
1: That's is another crazy. That one to see. Yeah, I've only ever seen that in videos, but man, I want to watch that. Yeah, I think he. he it's did pretty. The, it was pretty fun to see
2: that. I
1: bet.
0: I don't know if he did a full roll standing still on a vertical or if it was like a four point, but I remember the announcer talking about, you know, and I was a kid, um, but yeah, the airplane just stopped in the vertical. He was rolling and then, and then he went up more. <laughs> it was like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, like an RC or and then there's some yeah. guy. There's, yeah, there's some
1: guy that's got a
0: that Tucon pits whatever we want to call it turbine Tucon. turbine
1: turbine yeah. yeah,
0: I have no idea who it is, but apparently he's going to be flying air shows. Um, um, so Kenneth
1: Kirk owns that.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I hope he's good. Um, or talented. But I'd love to see that airplane in the right hands. Um, I have no idea who he is, so who knows? Um, maybe he's really good. Have you ever have, have you ever yeah. thought about getting we'll into see. a different air, different airplane, Rob? Like with uh keeping your MX but doing an air show and like you know, cause you used to fly a Model Twelve.
2: Uh temporarily. I was between airplanes at the time I was lucky enough to have a buddy who had a model twelve whatn't use it for a few shows until yeah. I um Yeah, because I was I was flying the ultimate biplane, which I was just leasing. And then um just the way the deal worked, I wasn't leasing anymore. I had like a two month period where I didn't have an airplane and a buddy of mine had a model 12 and I flew it, got a waiver in it and I did three air shows.
0: See that, that's a, I think that's a really neat air show plane. You know, it's, it's got a great sound to it. It's biplane puts out a ton of smoke and it's, it's a got a ton of performance too. Um, and, uh, I don't, I don't think there's that or there, I think there's one person that's got a model 12, but I don't know if he's doing a full air show season with it, but, I would love to see one. I never got to see one uh, flying air show and it's always been a you know a favorite airplane of mine. Um but you ever think about maybe getting back into something like that?
2: Um I don't know. I mean if the opportunity presented itself and it seemed right, but you know, I'm kinda of the person that you know, I wanna put everything I can into what I have and not take away from it. You know, I there's only so many brain cells to go around, so I wanna kinda of focus <laughs> on what I can do right and be safe. Yeah. So makes sense. Know, if the MX ever became not an option in the future, maybe I'd think about it. But,
0: Gosh, can um, you imagine if MX put a turbine?
2: What I'm doing right now.
0: Turbine you MX. Have a
2: turbo
0: <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um Well, you know, literally, you would. Yeah. 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 I guess so.
1: That'd be incredible. That would be incredible. You'd have to paint it like the Turbo Raven. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of have to have a black
1: airplane.
2: <laughs> nobody, nobody would know who I was if I didn't. Jeez.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Called the black Raven. Yeah. A crow. A crow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I really, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of s- still talking with, uh, Dunphy and, and Wacker a little bit. I'm, I'm really hoping that this thing happens. Um, and I guess you can keep us updated as as the days and weeks progress. Um, you know, because right now they're supposed to go to Poland, um, the Turin or Turan, um, to compete. Uh and I really hope it goes through. I cause Johnny's just flying Johnny and Matt and Marty are flying amazing right now. Um just I, I really hope it works out for you. I now. hope it goes too. Yeah. Have you heard anything
2: recently? So I mean the most recent thing I heard is what I heard this morning. Yeah. Which I already told you guys we we're like it's like hold on a second, don't no buy a ticket at the date location might be in peril. Yeah. And what the most frustrating thing is you get all these little bits of information saying do this or don't do that, but nothing backing it of yeah. why and what's going on is like there's no yeah. transparency. And it's, it's so yeah, frustrating. Broken English after the time. What's going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I hear you, man. It's,
2: it's, I'll tell you what, if it, if it works, it's going to be. <laughs> so, if, if if the world's work, I have to do the Battle Creek Air Show. As soon as I'm yeah. done flying on Sunday that. at the Battle Creek Air Show, I'm gonna f- I have to fly my airplane to Oshkosh, drop it off, rent a car, drive down to Chicago, fly out of Chicago the next day to go to Poland. <laughs> and then at the end of the championship in Poland, fly back to Chicago and jump in the car to go back up to Oshkosh to make the opening day of
0: Oshkosh. Oh, that's not a big deal. No big oh, deal, right? Wow. Busy. No, yeah, yeah, no big but, uh, deal. What, what,
2: what could possibly go wrong?
0: I'll, I, I think, can think of one thing, but I don't even want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say it. Or should I say it?
2: <laughs>
0: Do you know what, what I'm going to say? If they, if they delay the contest what? two days, it's going to fuck everything up. Well, not really. You would just leave it two totally. days earlier. Yeah, no big deal. Um... Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I just, man, it would be great. Well, if the
1: dates are in peril, they can move this thing. I mean, you're essentially keeping everybody on the hook on pins and needles uh, indefinitely. You know, what do they mean by, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to shift it a month? You know, what are they going to do?
2: I don't know. I mean, everyone's vacation time is already built around these dates. Yeah. So how, how can they move and expect people to
1: go? Yeah. What, uh, Rob, have you, have you talked to the other teams in terms of their feelings on all this? I mean, I, I'm sure everybody feels like they're getting tossed around, I'm sure. But, you know, the U.S. obviously is going to take the brunt of this and already has taken the brunt of this. Are the other teams just like, you know what? I mean, especially, the you know, state-funded teams, they're just on standby, you guys say the word, we'll be there. No questions asked kind of thing. Or, or you know, have some of the other I teams think- expressed... I mean, concern?
2: everyone's frustrated, right? I, I, the only other team I've talked to a little bit is the, uh, the French, and they're a little bit frustrated because they don't know what's going on either. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's easy for them, but for them, it's like if the Nationals at the last minute got moved from Kansas back to Texas. Yeah. like, okay, you just fly to Texas.
3: Yeah, like, no big deal it's, at all. It's,
2: it's, a, it's a pain, but it's not that big of a deal. But for yeah. us, you know, or if someone from Europe was coming over here to fly the contest, that's a big deal. So that's yeah. what it is for us. You know, it's it's like a week before we're supposed to go over there, and we can't even buy an airline ticket because we don't know where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. How frustrating is yeah. that? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Ultimately frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it'd be so like any, good. any, uh, is there any ETA of like, hey, uh, expect more, <laughs> uh, on Friday?
2: I mean, I mean, it's yeah, just. Been, I mean, uh, Originally, when they changed the date, we were supposed to get all the details this Friday. So I'm just holding out hope that hopefully tomorrow we'll have this is what's going on. Buy your ticket and this is where you're going to go. We'll see. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Crossing fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they, well, by the time people hear this, we may have a date. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: It would have worked out good too because Odd's got our MXS. Um, there, so, you know that whole story with that MXS is just so great because it's just going to open up so many doors uh, for uh, for the US to to be able to compete more in, in Europe. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, are you excited? Yeah. You you going to nationals, yeah. right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to make the team again, and I'm going to make the team is go to nationals.
0: Yeah, now I'm excited about that. And then um, I totally forgot, but um, IEC is holding their elections. Elections are uh, are on yep. the uh, thing. I vote – I think that one of the people that – and I think you guys are going to agree. But the one person that definitely needs to be on the board of directors or whatever is Dagmar, the woman from uh, Colorado. Oh, my God. She'd be, be, be great. The amount of kids that that woman has has given – Um. I don't know the the ability to, to be able to fly yeah. aerobatics and everything like Intro that.
1: Flight, you know, the, yeah, yeah,
2: and,
0: and um, yep. and we have, and you're running for VP.
2: Right? I am. You know, I tell you what, it's it's actually kind of inspiring looking at the list of people that are running for directors and everything else because it's kind of a lot hard of to interest to with, the
1: directors. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's it's always it's always hard to vote because there's a lot of really good choices there. So I'm. I'm excited because no matter how this goes out, I think we're gonna have a really good board.
1: Yeah, are you gonna? If be there's like a- nobody on there that we're like, oh, please don't win. Yeah, exactly. well,
0: Justin Hickson.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, y- you you want to beat Justin, so that's personal. But he's still a, he's okay. He's an okay
2: guy. I love Justin. He's yeah, such a and funny he'd still dude. Be on the board. I mean, he's still he's, he's still a I just you know so. I think what I bring to the table, you know, it's just my own opinion, obviously, because I'm talking about me, but um, I work well with Jim. I don't agree with everything Jim does. You know, we have our disagreements on stuff, but we have a good enough working relationship together that we can actually talk some of that stuff through to actually come up with the best decision. It's not just headbutting, and it's not just, I'm going to do whatever he says. So, I think having people in certain positions that have a really good working relationship, I think goes a long way to making the organization itself more efficient and, and, and run better. So that's what I'm hoping. Um, that's what I bring to the table. You know, I want to see aerobatics as a whole grow. I want to see it not just be about competition because it's, it's an aerobatic club. It's not a competition club. It should be about all aerobatics, whether it's Warburg or Weekend Warriors or air shows or competition right. or whatever. You know, it's be all inclusive. And yeah, um, yeah you know, I like a lot of things that Jim is doing, like National Aerobatic Day and um, his, uh, what's he calling it, Get Your Start, whatever it is, program. Yeah. I think it's great, and I want to be there to, to help support it and help him come up with some even better
0: ideas. Yeah, one thing that Jim was doing for a couple of weeks, you know, he he got a PITS, and then he got that, um, what was that high-wing airplane he got um, that he posted on Facebook about, you know the airplane I'm talking about? Uh, Bulldog? No, no, no. He was it oh, was fl- on it, I think. no. He was flying it. It's the the both. No, it was an aerobatic. Oh, okay. It's an aerobatic oh, the,
2: the T-craft.
0: Plane. T-craft. Yeah. Um, yeah the and he T-craft. was. Yeah. I wish he would keep posting because that's. I love watching. You know what he's doing. You know he's he's obviously just a brilliant dude. He's you know, um, he's a great guy and he's buying up aerobatic planes and and having fun and, um, I was loving what he was posting. Um, you know, with that and. Um, you know, just, just making it fun. I think that, you know, Mark and I always and talk he's about
2: doing, He's doing glider at now too.
0: Is he really? Oh, my yeah. God. That guy's awesome.
2: That's, what that's one of the things I like about him is he's, you know, it's not just about, you know, quote, unquote, the unlimited guys. It's it's about everything, you know? Yeah. He wants to be somewhat grassroots and he wants to be gliders and he wants to be unlimited. He's just part of all of it. Yeah. He but- wants to be all of us to succeed.
3: Yeah. Because no, really,
2: I mean, you need you need both ends of the sports, right? You need you need new people coming in to make it fresh and to attract new people and to grow the sport. But you also need the top guys to hopefully attract some of those people in. And there wouldn't be any little league if there wasn't a major league baseball.
0: Well, there okay? has to be an end goal. Sure. I mean, there has to be works. inspiration. Yeah. I mean, the new people have to see what, you know, exactly. you don't want to be at a certain level. I think that, I mean, you know, for me, What I'd love to help with and what I'm trying to help with is, you know, at competitions um, when you're there, it's just, I just want it to be more, a little bit more fun. Um, And obviously you have to be serious when you fly and before you fly. I totally get that. But, you know, you're there for two or three days. Nationals, you're there for so many days. And and I get it's volunteer and and everything like that. But, um, you know, it's like you said, we're a club and there's so many different varieties of of aerobatics and the planes that can fly them and getting those people there just to watch and be a part of it. Um, I think that if we just try to do some type of thing where we, we get through to the, you know, EAA with the warbirds and just anybody in experimentals or just whatever, just the, if you're a member, you can come, It's come watch and have a great time and, and talk about airplanes the whole time. I think, um, I think that'd be really great for the sport. And when there's more people, it's, it's just more fun. That and uh, snow cones. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
2: and, you, and You know, I, I want to get out too. I want I want people to feel empowered to run with their ideas. Yeah. I don't want to always have to fall on the board or like you're relying on 15 people on the board to make all the decisions if something can happen or not. Yeah. I, that's that's not what the board is about. You know, the board is about kind of overseeing the regulations and the rules and KMP and stuff like that and setting some policy. Yeah. But you know, if someone has a, an idea and they want to run a a pits only contest or a 180 horsepower and less contest or whatever, just do it. I think that's awesome. I think it's fantastic and we should support it. And if they just call IAC and say, I want a a waiver from the normal rules, they're going to get it. Right. And you can go have what you want to have, but I just want people to feel empowered to have fun and experiment a little bit and try to have a good time with it. And if it's successful, great. Tell us how it works. Yeah. So other people can try it too. Yeah. yeah. You know who's a, who's got a... It should be fun. I mean, I I, I, I love normal competition, but I don't think it should be so stringent But that that's the only thing we do. Right.
0: Yeah, that's I why agree. I, you know, even like I was talking to um, someone, I don't want to mention their name, but um, it was one of the chapters. And, you know, I think one of the, you know, you touched upon it really well too. You, you got to try to inspire a lot of this... I don't want to say younger generation, but just the new, the new crop of people that are coming in. And um I think at a contest, I've only been to one contest, maybe two, that had a four minute had somebody fly to four minute free. And it was a great, it was it was memorable. I mean, it made the contest memorable. And I think that um, you know, and it's like you, you know, actions speak louder than words, and and I hope to 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 do a little bit more on my part, but um, so I don't want to make light of it, but cause it is difficult to get these people, but having one per at least one person come to the contest that can fly four minute free safely would be great, especially for like the sportsman primary guys that are just getting into the sport to see that. Cause it's, I mean, it's, let's face it, it's pretty much an air show at that point. Uh, but you're not publicizing it and it's not, you know, but, um, it's fun and it's, it's really cool to watch. And I think that would make a, a big impact on people. It did for me at least. I don't know. Mark, you agree.
1: I would agree. I, I, I I mean, anything, anything to get, we, we all just want, we want content, whether it's in person or not, you know? So like anything we can watch in person, um, I think would be amazing. So the more you can get people out to just watch this stuff
2: and enjoy it and bridge that gap, the better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, at one, at one point in the past, I'm not going to say one in the past, although it was fairly recent past, you know, there was a thing where like the magazine, if the plane had smoke, they didn't want it in the magazine. What? Because there's somehow this air show... That's so weird. Running. Yeah. And to me, it's like, one, it's exciting. Two, smoke is part of the sport because of the format. Yep. And three, who cares? It's, air, it's aerobatics. This should be all about aerobatic flying. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: well, and that's the thing, is like so, air show flying is... Uh, I mean, I get it. If, if it's pure contest, competition-minded aerobatics, then the air show world is almost non-existent but you know jeff and i have talked about this like on, on almost every episode is that every high level pedigree airshow show performer has an iac background and a competition background you know these are these are married units you know they, they you can't almost can't have one without the other in, in in well you can't you know the highest level air show guys and, and, and men and women are competitors you know, and, and that should be, that should be celebrated. It should be talked about. It should be part of whatever the IAC is doing, you know, in sport aerobatics should have, I mean, the, the whole no smoke thing. That's crazy. If that's, if that's the kind of the, like the line that's drawn is because it looks too air showy, you know?
2: Well, and quite frankly, like the place, one of the places we should be going to try to find new members is air shows. Yes. You know, and we should be tapping into the wag staffs of the world and the curvies of the world to say, how can we, we work with you? on your air show to help promote aerobatics because when yes. you get a larger concentration of people that are interested in aerobatics, then at an air show. They're all there yep. watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And they're, they're it- all there. So how do we get the message to them? Because that's where they're at.
1: And I realized that, you know, that the, the, I'm sure the, the, the majority demographic of air show spectator is non-pilot, but even if that was like 60, 40, I mean, maybe it's not, maybe it's, maybe it's 75, 25, I don't know what it is whatever the amount of pilots that are, that go to an air show. I mean, Oshkosh might be a little higher um, than a typical weekend air show. I don't know. Um, but yeah, be but, that as it may. You know, there's
2: we, we want people that are pilots, obviously. Right? You want people to participate in the actual flying. But we just want people that are interested in their battles. Like how many yes. people that are um, membership of EA Warbirds have a Warbird? Probably a pretty yeah, small right. percentage. You know, a lot of yeah. them are just enthusiasts. So right. we shouldn't be preferring enthusiasts; they should be welcomed also.
1: No, and, and you know, one of the things—I mean, warbirds uh, obviously attract you know um, a volunteer element uh, just because of the excitement of being around warbirds. But I think there's so many people that would just love to be around aerobatic airplanes
2: in general oh, yeah. that, that they don't have to be a pilot. Me, we could use the volunteers too, so it would be good.
1: How? What? What could the I or I? You know, I don't. What could we do? What could the IAC do? to bridge that gap and get, you know, maybe drop a little bit of the, I mean, don't call it a spectator, you know, don't call contests a spectator element or, or, or uh, a spectator activity, but being able to get people that can, you know, be airport bums for the day, you know, and, and come out to a contest and do that kind of stuff. That seems to be really hard uh, for a lot of people to
2: like kind of grasp. Um, yeah. You know. I think a lot of it's just getting the message out, you know, Unfortunately, I think there's a stigma that like a lot of contests and a lot of competition people that are, are just kind of these like prima donnas. And I, you know, every sport and every activity has its 3% that kind of ruined it for everybody else because they happen to be louder. Yeah. But, you know, I think the vast majority of the people, you know, participating in the sport, they're just really good, fun people. They, you know, they, they want to promote it. They want to help people out. They want to talk about it. They, want people to be involved so it's just a matter of (laughs) being louder than the naysayers i guess yeah Yeah. and and not being afraid to try new things um one of my favorite sayings and i credit this to i heard it from him i don't know where he did it is that if we've always done it the same way how do we know it's the best way maybe it is Oh, that's a great way to put it yeah so if you don't expand and try new things and, and see if this works or if that works or try to put on an event like whatever, how are you going to know? Yeah. You know yeah, and
1: part of that is failing. You know, like, okay, we tried it. It didn't work. Let's let's try something else. Or go back. You know, yeah. you can go back to what what, what worked. But,
2: yeah. And honestly, thinking outside it's, the it's a little small bit. club. I mean, we have, we have like 3,800 members. Right? It's not a huge club. So I'd, I'd like to see it be a lot bigger. But, you know, it's... And at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. It's a club. You know, it's not a... It's not a corporation. It's not anything like that it's a club of a bunch of like-minded people right
0: yeah is there is there a way like at oshkosh i was thinking obviously we can talk to the board um to have like a sign-up booth with like a simple like credit card swiper because
2: i don't know we do they do they have that in the isc section
0: they do oh that's
2: awesome they do have that yeah it's usually pretty successful they have people that volunteer whether they're there all day long, helping out, trying to get people to sign up and give you information. And they credit what credit's do, they do a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, we should they post that on Aerobatic product. Pilots, too, and, and spread the word that that's available. and Just take EA, Gosh, yes. all that crap. Um, yep. And I was thinking it would be, I, yeah, I think you know, I was...
2: Lo- lo- local contests, I know local contests don't have a lot of spectators, but there are people that show up to watch. They're obviously interested in aerobatics. Yeah. We should have signed up stuff sign up stuff or at least information at all the local contests too.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just got to be a little, a little more simplified. That's the problem, I think. I mean, you go to contests now and it's cash or check. I mean, I don't know why people can't just get the square reader for seven bucks and, um, because nobody's, everybody just wants simplicity and Apple Pay and all that crap. So, um, but yeah, I was hoping, I, I hate to sound like I'm such an asshole. I mean, bleep. Um, I'm such a jerk because, I, w- I had this idea and I didn't talk to Jim about it yet, but I was thinking it'd be cool if he can get into the AirVenture Air Show in his SC and just brand it with IAC and fly like a ten minute routine and just have IAC you know branded on his airplane in front of like all like five hundred thousand people in Oshkosh and you know make a little like one minute speech. I think that'd be really cool because it's like hey, like here's our president like whooping ass right now. Um, join up.
2: I think so. One thing that. Most people don't know is that at um, at Oshkosh the IAC gets a slot in the airship. so the IAC can pick really? someone who's qualified to have them fly in the airship to represent the IAC. Yeah.
0: Huh, Jimber. Yep. I vote Jimber. That's, that's a thing.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you <go>. you <laughs> well, great. in a few years that's happened, where somebody, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I thought it was yeah. awesome when they did like the so, um, the Giles thing, even and it wasn't even aerobatics. It was just like banana passes. I thought that was so cool. No, I
1: don't remember, remember what that. that was
0: it was a couple of years ago. they did the it was a Giles anniversary and they had like the G200 G202 and then they actually oh
2: that's right, yeah,
0: and they just did like flybys. it was like the anniversary of the airplane. it was cool. um I thought that'd be cool and then I was talking to Mark a while ago about this, and I thought it'd be neat um to do the same thing along those lines where like if you win the nationals, you could do like the same thing, like a couple, of, you know, you get a free spot at the IC pavilion and, you know, parking with your airplane. and One day you get to fly an AirVenture and just do a banana pass or whatever. I don't know how that would work, but I don't know. just something that's like, hey, if you join the IC and you compete and work hard and you win, you can fly an AirVenture or something. Who knows?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many ideas, right? And it's just a matter of like following through of them and, yeah. and not having a bunch of naysayers behind. saying you can't do that.
0: Yeah,
3: that's yeah. the thing. Let's
2: try it. Let's try it. Let's see if it works.
0: Yeah, we got to figure out how to get flight cool shit on your airplane and replace this uh Braymont, this watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do have a uh, Wright Flyer watch uh, available for pre-order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a. It's a. Uh, it's a. What do you call that? The uh, nylon, what is it, polyester nylon piece of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old dish towel that was used. Uh, yep.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a blend. It's a cotton blend. It's a cotton blend. <laughs> Don't put it in heat. It'll shrink. <laughs> it'll shrink. Yeah. Oh, Lukewarm man. water only.
0: But yeah, I'm excited for you, to, for Oshkosh, for you. Anything... Um, i was going to say anything, anything new, but you're doing a million new routine ideas, you know, maneuvers, I, you know, between the inside tumble and the inverted upright, inverted spin and frisbee and hula hoop. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pumped for you to fly Oshkosh. Any, I think I already asked you if there's any new routines coming, but I think it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty similar. Plus Eric Tucker. Um, and are they having jet teams there?
2: Um, I think uh, the Viper, the F 16 demo team's going to be there. Oh, nice. But they're, they're limited to what they can do. So the thing with Oshkosh is um, so in the air show, you have different setbacks depending on how fast and how heavy the airplane is. So, like us small guys, we fly the 500 uh, the foot line. and there's a 1,000 foot line for things like Warbirds. and there's a 1,500 foot line for some of the jets. And uh, there is no 1500 foot line in Oshkosh because of just the dimensions of the box. So, uh, like the F 16 demo, they can do like the flybys, they can do the vertical climb, they can do 360s, but they can't do anything that in the aerobatic world is considered aerobatic, which is plus 90 degrees of pitch or the 90 degrees of uh, roll. So, I mean, it'll be fast and loud and cool, but it won't be the full demo.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I skipped over one of my questions yeah. that I've been meaning to ask you. I apologize. Um, what is uh, I meant to ask you this last podcast too? Um, back to competition, or I guess air show a little bit. But do you have a favorite, not like non freestyle, a rusty figure? To, like, what's your favorite figure to fly? Yeah, oh, you
2: know, I get asked that all the time.
0: You have to have um, one. <sighs> It's slow roll. <laughs> I think my mindset is just different than,
2: than people. So uh, To me, they're all fun. Like, I, I, I enjoy the Frisbee because it's a little challenging. I like the inside tumble because it's really fun. But what's fun for me is the entire team. Like trying to make it so when the wheels come off the ground, there's something happening at all times until the wheels touch the ground again. And making it all work together making the LG state work and knowing all the outs and just the, like the science of putting together the whole act and executing that to me that's what the fun part is okay if, if that makes any sense i mean of course that i makes like the total things, sense i like flying but i just i like the you know, the discipline of the art i guess
1: hmm.
2: makes total sense
3: i'm
1: at a loss love it <laughs> you're at a loss <laughs>
0: but um yeah and then um what's the update with you and this uh have you figured out this uh, full snap roll on the vertical upline with tail slide yet or, or are you still working it?
2: It's a pain. I, I mean, I pretty much got figure it figured out, but it's... To me personally, it's a pretty dumb figure. Um, because, so, my feeling is if it's going to be an arresty figure to do in a competition, then theoretically you should be able to get a 10 on it. Start with a 10. And the tail slide into a. Uh, i sorry, snap on a tail slide, you can't. Because the nature of a tail slide, once you've done, I'm sorry, the snap, once you've done with the snap, you're not coordinated. There's a side slip and a, you know, to the airplane. Yeah. And to do a tail slide, you have to be carefully coordinated, so the two work against each other. So without getting too much in it the only way to make it work is you have to cheat the snap in a weird angle to make the vector work, to come out straight up, so make the tail slide work. So in theory, like, the Best you can actually start out with is an eight, right? Because you are you personally you're intentionally screwing up the snap to make the tail slide work to not get a hard zero.
1: Yeah. Oh, interesting. So,
2: yeah, it's uh, t- to me it's kind of a bogus. It's kind of fun. I mean, it probably be like kind of neat air show thing, but it's kind of a bogus figure for a rescue because you have to start with a handicap.
0: Yeah. And then it depends on where it is in the box too, which makes it even more of a pain in the ass, right?
2: Yeah, but it's. I mean, it is what it is. It's there now, so everybody better learn how to fly it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then we didn't really even talk about it so much. It's great, but you've been doing a lot of coaching, um, and um, which is which I've been. It's been amazing. Um, but I really enjoyed seeing you work with AJ. Um, because I've seen where he was, what he was doing before, and where he is now. Um but what i'm getting at is uh do you find are you working with anybody that hasn't had any prior coaching and how much of a pain in the butt it is is it to to undo something and and redo it to the way that you think will present best to the judges i'm not going to say better or worse uh, because it's obviously it's uh, speculative or whatever opinionated um but is it really hard to to undo someone's prior training as opposed to um you know, starting from very, very basics.
2: It's hard. Um, so first off, I mean, hats off to AJ. He's an amazing student. He takes it incredibly seriously. He's always taking notes. He works probably harder than almost anybody I know. So I mean, he's come a long way because of the effort that he's put into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you've got someone that's been doing something a certain way for their entire career, and then you go to them and say, well. This might be a better way to do it. You're trying to break those habits and those muscle memories and that mindset, it's it's tough. And I have a lot of people, like sportsman pilots or brand new pilots, they're like, Man, I'd love to get coached for you someday when I'm good enough. Like, I'm like, good enough. It's the people I'd actually like to work with are the people first starting out because there's no bad habits to break. You know, you can kind of mold them in the right direction so Clean that the skills going into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So for yeah. for people listening and and for people listening that want to tell other people if they wanted to get coaching from you, um, they can just contact you on Facebook. And then obviously, you're, I know you, you're, your schedule is like 400 days a year. Um, so I know you got limited time, but they can contact you. And if you can make it work or you can just talk to them from there, it's pretty much you just need to be at maybe like a, a sportsman level, I would, or something like that. Like,
3: are yeah, there any, I mean, you are there any restraints?
2: Where you can safely and confidently. You just got to be able to safely and confidently fly the airplane yourself like i'm not gonna be coaching from the ground so you have to have somebody in the airplane with you to be safe and not quite at the right stage to do this yet yeah um but honestly like i mean i did a lot of coaching last year because i had the time you know with covid and no air shows and it was quite frankly was a way to pay the bills yeah um, i enjoy it i like it but obviously i like the flying better. <laughs> going forward I'm going to be pretty limited of when I can actually do coaching. And it's going to have to be scheduled way at a time actually for when my schedule. So I just don't want to give any false impressions that, you know, sign up now. Yeah, <laughs> It's Christmas <laughs>
0: in July. Yeah, I, I
2: enjoy it. And yeah, I mean, in the future when, I don't know, I think I'm older and I'm not doing as many air shows, I'd like to get into it more. But as of right now, airshows, the competition is still kind of my life.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Are there any any schools you, you'd recommend going to off the top of your head? Um,
2: I think mean, there's a good bunch. I mean, John School's good, Patty's School's good. Um,
0: I love that he. he I, says, oh, I love that no, he's I'm not sure. saying MP oh. aviation. This is great.
1: <laughs> nor nor should he. I oh. wouldn't recommend that place. <laughs> no,
2: I mean. It's, Seriously, you just, you just, you want to do your research, you want to find some place that has a competent instructor, instructor, right? You want to be able to learn the fundamentals to aerobatics to the best that someone can teach you so you have the tools to go forward and start figuring stuff out by yourself. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it's all about.
0: Awesome. you ever have any interest in writing a book?
2: Um... If I could find somebody else to write it for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, cuz it's like Xavier's own, he's got the uh the monopoly on freestyle books right now. Um but if you came out he's with a freestyle too. book, yeah, you I would like. it would be uh I think people would love it. Or even
2: like a freestyle co- competition. I got the world down there. He's a great guy. Um yeah, I mean maybe something someday in the future. If somebody wanted to collaborate with me on it. I'm not the best writer, so I have to be really small words. Is he, uh, <laughs> is he, uh, uh, is he completely checked out? He's doing coaching. I don't know if he's flying. Um, like I said, it was, it was great to meet him. He's a very interesting guy, very humble guy, really nice guy, but, um, yeah, I'd always been a fan. So it was, it was pretty cool to meet him in person. Yeah.
0: That'd be, that'd be neat for you guys to collaborate on something. Um, or it'd be it'd be neat for him to to jump in your airplane and, and fly it, because he was yeah, uh, he yeah, yeah he was really inventive with what he was doing with the Sukhoi at the time, um, you know with a lot of the oh, uh, awesome. high alpha yeah, well, low energy
1: stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean obviously never got to watch him in person, but watching some of the videos of him flying just... they're unreal. Really inspiring. Yeah, really, really good.
0: Yeah, he does that one. He does a lot of like the the rolling looping figures, and yeah, he's guy's just incredible. Yep. Obviously, incredible. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and
2: he had like a gazillion horsepower in that super, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he had some. He had the I, I think M fourteen R or something. It was like a fuel injected Vendinia with I don't know some stupid amount of horsepower. Yeah, <laughs> swinging like a three hundred cord propeller. <laughs>
2: well, um, more is more.
0: Yeah, we were talking to Philip last a couple podcasts ago um, about that S-Box that they made, but they put a Vendenev on it, but apparently it's just sitting in a hangar oh, someplace.
2: Fish. What's that? Yeah, the Angry Fish.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was telling us all about Caster with the Sukhoi and some of the issues with that motor. And so we kind of got on the topic, but that's another guy that's been around the competition scene for a long time. Uh, castor yeah
2: oh yeah I mean, he's incredible too yeah mm-hmm. and he's he's just an incredible person he's such a cool person to hang out with and be around and he's great
0: yeah because you guys i mean you're in that clique with with a lot of the uh you know, like castor and you know the french team and and you guys haven't really seen each other you, you know usually you guys see each other you know every every whack and everything so it's it's been a long time since you you kind of hooked up with your own old friends and stuff you know
2: yeah, totally yeah I'm looking I mean unfortunately I wait till 2022 but I'm looking forward to the next championship and you ever see everybody it? again hanging out like I said 50% of this for me is the social aspect of it hanging out with really cool people
0: do you ever think about flying like one of the European championships and not just the uh, whack?
2: um not, yeah, a, not at odds I'd, I'd like to it's it's uh it's a schedule thing and before uh, it was an airplane thing. I wasn't going to ship my airplane over just for that, but now that odd has her plan there. Um, yeah, it's an, it's an open now, so yeah. I can actually enter it and have my score count. before it was going to be an
0: H That'd be really um, cool.
2: So, yeah, it'd be fun. I, I, I don't know how I'd fit in my airshow schedule. You know, it's, it's hard enough to juggle my schedule on world well championship years, yeah. but I definitely have to do it. That.
0: Oh, uh, that's freaking cool. That's good. That'd be exciting to hear. And,
2: uh, yeah you know
1: what do you do to relax
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm always I'm, up, I'm actually a pretty relaxed guy I mean Jeff knows he's fine out of me I'm yeah. fairly laid back um, but I don't know chill play some guitar fly some more um, are you guys gonna I don't, I mean, I don't record really any more music oh I don't know I'd like to that was a lot of fun
0: yeah, I think everybody enjoyed that. That was,
2: that was a ton of fun. And Adam, yeah.
0: Adam's got a, uh, he's got a voice of an angel.
2: <laughs> <Isn't> that unbelievable. <laughs> Who knew? Who yeah, no. knew? He did a great job.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you can fly in. Yeah. Is he going to come on tour with yeah. you with the uh, MX2? I think Mark was was uh, asking that before.
2: Uh, well, I, I don't know. How- we'll see.
1: I was actually going to ask I mean, if, uh, if there was uh, plans for the MX two to kind of um, spread, or if you were going to spread the, the MX two um, out a little bit, um, and not have your MXS be worked worked out too much uh, with team members, um, and have the MX two, you know, maybe have Adam fly the MX two.
2: Yeah, probably, and that's that's most likely what the plan is going to be. Is he'll start flying that more and more, as opposed to the MXS. Um, it just seems to make sense. And then, you know, if there's a long, a long, so here's the thing about Adam, um, that a lot of people don't realize is like the only time he flies aerobatics now is when we have a training camp and my airplane is there. So he'll he'll literally go a month, two months between flying aerobatics and he's still that good. So he's a really, really talented kid. So it'd be nice to have an airplane, you know, in his hands between camps and stuff that he can actually go out and practice in and, and build some. Or build upon the skills he already has.
1: Yeah, that's incredible.
2: But, I love yeah, watching it's, him fly. You know, it's, you know, when I got into this aerobatics and flying sport, there was a lot of people that kind of stepped up and helped me out. You know, my first aerobatic ride was in a Cessna Skybolt in our local airport, where the guy just gave me a ride, and then we became friends, and I got a whole bunch of time in his airplane. And I feel like, you know, I'm at the point where if I can help somebody else out, I and mean, push them forward and get them going and he's a pretty talented kid. And it's kind of my turn to pay forward a little bit.
0: Yeah, Adam's a um he's uh trying to describe him the best way possible. Um he's just super focused. You could you could tell when it's signed the fly he's a very focused person. Um and he's you know he's got the uh he's in, he's athletic enough to to fly I think you have to be at a certain point Physic- you know, physically to, to be able to do this stuff at that level, but um, yeah, he just he flies really well. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, and um, he's oh, super yeah. super good and super easy to get along with, which is great. And he seems really receptive. I think that's, you know, that's a, that's another thing that it's it, it it boggles my mind. Like I've been at training camps. Um, I was at a training camp. I won't say the person, you know, when I was training with you at, in Tennessee, but I was at another training camp with uh, Timofeev, and. It was in like, this a while ago, it was in Pennsylvania. And, you know, you know, Nick, Nick is very accomplished. And, you know, one would say that he kind of knows what he's talking about. And he was training this guy, one of the camp, and he was in Sportsman. And Nick was teaching him, you know, some stuff with rollers. And, um, you know, just normal stuff. And the guy's like fighting with him on the radio. Like, no, that's not how you do it. And Nick is like, <laughs> like arguing back and forth. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, this guy is, is it's forgotten more than you'll ever know. Like just shut up and listen. And I feel like if you decide to do a training camp, you really have to com- you know, you really, it sounds so cliche, but you got to commit to it. And, you know, I've always made the the joke that like, I think I said that with like our training camp, I was talking to somebody, I'm like, if Rob wants me to go clean toilets because it will help my, my, you know, snap rolls or whatever, like I'll go fucking clean toilets. I don't care. You know? Um, Cause that's what he says to do, you know? And I think that,
2: I wish you had told me that you
0: could clean. Yeah. <laughs> get, get out the uh, the yellow <laughs> gloves. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's a bunch of people that, <laughs> that I see that like they go to these training camps and they're just not open-minded about it and they're not committed to it. And, you know, maybe they gets, maybe it works for them. I don't know. But to me, I, I feel like you got to just go in there and be a good, be a good learner and be a good student. And, um, because Otherwise, you, I don't know, it's just I can ramble on about it, but it's just it, it just boggles my mind that that yeah. you know, like you got these these coaches out there with all this experience and they're trying to you know help and and pass this this you know, this knowledge on that's been proven, and you got these people that have like you know 50 hours and they're like, no, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> like, what?
2: It's <laughs> I've, I've coached with people like that, and it's, it's frustrating for me because you know, the way I look at it, I'm like you literally, you're paying me to be there to give you some tools and teach you how to use these tools, right? And what you choose to do with them after the camp, that's up to you. You know, if, if someone gave you a different set of tools and you like them better and that's cool, use those, yeah. you know, but to, it's like when you're there and you're arguing with me about how to do something, I go, like, well, what, what are you paying me for? Why did you bring me there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Mark, like,
0: it's true. It's like no joke. Try
2: it, and if, you, if 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 you don't like it, you don't have to do it in the future. But well, just try it. Trust me, I'm I'm not out to like make you fly bad.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know it's not a joke. I've I've heard I've heard the stories of people Rob has coached and has done have done this to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's got to be frustrating, and it,
1: and it blows my mind.
0: And then they'll probably, I bet you that they'll probably come back and be like, I went to a contest and they still scored it a six. It's like, well, yeah, because you didn't listen to me.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) because you still didn't do it right.
1: Yeah. Oh man. But you gotta. I I just, I don't, I don't understand that concept of like, hey, I need to work on these because I don't do them right. Can you tell me what I'm doing wrong? Here's what you're doing wrong. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: No, that's not what
1: I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, nope. these look way better yep. up here. Yeah, and you get
2: all the time. I, like, I love having someone actually fly out the camera in the cockpit because someone will do something. I'm like, you know, you're not putting in right rudder. This I am. You're not doing the right rudder. This I am. And then you come down and watch the video. Hey, look at that. You're not using the right rudder. Hey, look at that. It's like
0: <laughs> innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's Jeff, funny. Jeff did that, that with like my
2: snaps.
1: That Jeff did that with my snaps for sure. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> Remember that Jeff with the snaps? Like you're like, dude, you're like, you're taking out left, you're taking out rudder. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah.
3: Freeze <laughs> free. Spray. video.
1: I would, I would have bet my kids on me. Like, no, I got full rudder and dude, I'm good.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So quick tip for everybody: ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, the snap roll is not working and not going well. It's because you took the rudder. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually yeah. always the cause.
0: Yeah, it's funny, man.
2: Yeah, and sure enough,
1: <laughs> sure,
0: is, sure, is, <laughs> sure, sure is sure is he double hockey sticks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Oh man, but yeah, who would have guessed? But they're fun too. I had a lot. I I think I had the most fun in the uh, the Union City training camps, and um, you know, AJ might have may have had a little bit to do with that, but um, you know, you just you learn a lot, but. you you gotta have fun with it and you gotta laugh and you're gonna I mean like every training camp when you're learning new stuff you you gotta expect to fly like I've been to a training camp is somewhere I'm not gonna mention where because people know right away but you know there was this one person who like refused to to work on right rotations like you know whether it was snapping to the right or rolling to the right or whatever and I remember talking about like dude like you're at a training camp, man. Like this is the time where you need to practice it and you got somebody looking at you and and they'll be able to help you. Like if you're afraid of looking bad in front of me or somebody else, like you, you look a lot worse being afraid to, to practice stuff that you might not be good at. I mean, I have more respect for the person who's who's willing to work on something that they know is going to look like shit, but at least they're working at it. Whereas like, you know, everybody can hit their best figure on, on, on whatever. So what's the point of practicing that in front of a coach, go practice that at home. Um, but, uh, yeah,
2: exactly. I, I, I get that all the time. You know, well, right. Well, I don't, not very good at it. Well, yeah. this is the place to start yeah, <laughs> practice.
0: Why are you, you here? You're not have
2: competition. <laughs> You're training. So, yeah, let's start working on it. Yeah. Let's, I'm not here to work on the things you already know how to do.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, tra- I was, what I was getting at is too with the training camp. And I've said this before, you know, before I ever went to one, I was like, God, oh, it's a lot of money. I don't think it's worth it. And, um, it is, is the polar opposite. I mean, it's just, if you can find somebody that's, I mean, that's competent and has experience um, and you can go to a training camp with them, it will save you so much. Not only will it save you a ton of money because of all the mistakes that you're going to have to un- un-F and, um, and relearn or whatever, but it saves so much frustration because I remember before going to a coach, I was trying to, you know, I'd be trying to figure out a certain maneuver and it just, I'd be missing like that little ingredient to make it right. And then you go to a training camp and they're like, Oh, just, you know, add a little bit of, or like you did like fix your trim a little bit, or, you know, add a little bit of pressure on this, but it's like this little thing. And all of a sudden it's like, it goes from an eight to a 10. Um, so anybody listening, go to a training camp. I promise it'll be fun. And if not, Mark will pay for it and snow cones or something.
2: True. (laughs) At the end of the day, it actually saves you a lot of money.
0: Yeah. ton of money and wear and tear on the airplane. But it saves, to me, like, obviously the money's huge, um, you know, but the amount of frustration, you know, because so many people, I think, get frustrated from the sport and, um, you know, in worst case scenario, they leave the sport because they're just so frustrated they can't get something. But it will save you so much, you know, just getting back from a flight and being like, what the hell, like this, I'm flying like, you know, flying like crud. And I don't know what to do, and I'm you, know, you just keep going back up and doing the same thing wrong, and it's like, ah. Uh, and then you go to a training camp for a weekend, and you learn that and six other things. Um, so, yeah, go do it. You have anybody? No, yeah,
2: well, it's it's all good.
0: No, you go. What were you saying?
2: Oh, I was just I was just gonna say it. So I was just gonna re, um, no, go ahead. I was just gonna emphasize what you already said.
0: No, I was just gonna ask you if you if, outside of you know somebody the known do you know any coaches that are that people can you know reach out to or you know cuz or i am or something like that that might be open to you know with their schedule to to watch fly i mean obviously there's there's patty down in uh florida where you can get some training and tutima in california is there anybody else that's doing i don't really know anybody else doing like coaching traveling
2: well this this surrogate this, nick this, um um I don't know if John Morrissey has been traveling. Um,
0: um I think Lynn
2: I'm sure there's a lot of people doing it also.
0: Yeah, Linda. I think is traveling. Does Ben? Does Ben do any coaching? Ben Freelove? I know you said he was with the Red Bull thing or he, whatever.
2: Think, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's coached some people in the past, but I don't. I'm not really sure. Bill Stein uh, travels and coaches, doesn't he? Oh yeah, Bill Stein. Bill Stein does a lot of coaching. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Mike Goulian, Matt Chapman, do coaching, call them, tell them we sent you. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> Use promo code fly cool shit for 10% off. No,
0: nah, it's a, uh, it's a, yeah.
2: uh, you yeah,
0: your first, your first training lessons free. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: Yeah. At the, at the end of each training weekend, Mike, get, Mike gives you like the, uh, the shampoo that you get in hotels, like the shampoo samples. Here's a, Here's the, thing. the
1: little button, mini bottle. Yeah,
0: like thanks for thanks for using uh, Mike Goulian aerobatic arrestee training. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm glad we're not going to see him again. Oh gosh, maybe I'll forget about all
0: this. <laughs> oh man, we love Mike Donji the Don. I gotta. I want to the Don. Actually, we it shouldn't be a secret. Um, we were talking about it, but I was going to say we should keep it secret and make like an arrestee pinky ring. But no, we should. Quote, make ourselves held accountable and make like a nice. I can't afford real gold, but we'll make a
1: pinky uh, ring.
0: Yeah, fake gold, pinky ring with like a lot, like a like a full snap roll on a level line in diamonds across the across the front. <laughs> 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 oh man, have like a secret kiss the ring, secret commission. We'll we'll make the uh, IAC like an organized crime. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man terrible what is this podcast turned into
1: you got <laughs> to make the uh like the poster for goodfellas but you know you got to put rob holland mike Gooley, matt chapman and uh do we pick for the fourth silhouette
0: god you're an idea man you're a genius i know i know have you been following my That's uh sweet my aerobatic me i started an aerobatic memes instagram rob did you see that yet It's called Arab. It's at Aerobatic Beams. M e m e m e s, and it's got a a whole bunch of. Okay, yeah, check it. I'll talk to you off air. It's
1: awesome. It's awesome.
0: It's hysterical. The Dumb and Dumber one with I guess.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's so good. So many good ones.
0: Yeah, but um, all right, cool, man. I'm, I'm smiling ear to ear. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm. I got nothing else left to cover besides a, a big old thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob, for coming on. And um, yeah, my
2: pleasure. Thanks for, thank you guys for having
0: me. Yeah. And check out. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Check out thank Braymont, you. Check out MX Aircraft. Check out Summit Parachute, Hooker Harness, Bonehead. I'm a fanboy. Who else am I missing? Afterglow. 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 They're amazing. They did an awesome job on your airplane, man.
1: Yeah, that paint job—they did job. an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, they they
2: are passionate about what they do, and it shows.
1: It really does show. It was fun to watch the process too. Really good, um, really good coverage of the of the paint process.
0: And are you are you still working? That, that whole that
1: whole project was actually pretty fun. Are
0: you still working with the uh, engine company out of uh, where is it PA? Before I mentioned their name,
2: I uh, never was with anybody out of PA. What's that? I've, I've done a lot of work with uh, Lycon.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, so check out Lycon. Um, yeah. And are you using Champion, Champion plugs?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Champion's actually the longest sponsor I've had. I've, I've been with them since 2005.
0: Nice. They're awesome.
2: Like, yeah, they're like family. They're great.
0: And what are you, are you using? The fine wire or the uh, massive electrode?
2: I use the massive electrode. I actually use the um, REM-37BYs. Um, they just they produce more power they don't last very long they produce more power okay but I do change them like every 50
0: hours so awesome okay. and uh, whirlwind props because I am saving up to get one I think I'm going to make the, the shift from MT to whirlwind and not go Hartzell um, I was going to go Hartzell but then I didn't have a million dollars in my bank account to get one prop so um, there was that um, no I just
2: uh, <laughs> whirlwind's a great that that one just pulls like crazy. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, we got to do have, it.
2: I got better cooling with it too. It cools the engine a lot better.
0: Oh really? No shit.
2: Wow. Yeah the the, the rear props kind of have these cuffs on it. And it just pumps air through the engine. My my temperatures went way down when I put that prop on. Well, that's cool. That's a win win.
0: Yeah, and I I got to get somebody from whirl or maybe come back on for like a little segment because my biggest so my biggest concern. Even with Hartzell, um, you know, with MT, there's so many MTs floating around on aerobatic planes that everybody pretty much knows. Like, if you fly unlimited, you're gonna get you know 150 hours, 200 hours out of a prop. And unlimited flying, you fly advanced, you could probably get like, depending on like 350, right? 300 hours out of a prop, right? For MT, maybe, yeah. And then like anything else, you're you sportsman or whatever in a snap here and there, you're probably looking at four to five hundred four or five hundred hours between overhauls, but. Um, with Hartzell and Whirlwind, at least for me, I have no idea. Like, if you fly, if you're in the advanced category, if you're in the unlimited category, and you put X amount of hours on the prop, like, I don't, I have no idea what the overhaul periods are, or like what you have to look. For, you know, like, I think, um, I think that'd be great to talk about um, with the, with those props.
2: Yeah, they're, like they're pretty. I don't want to say they're completely bulletproof, but they're fairly bulletproof. I've never really had an issue with them. I send on my prop every year to go through because they're a sponsor, and I can do that. Yeah, you know, I got that luxury. But there's never been an issue with it. You know, they change some seals because they can because it's a part and they send it back to me. So, um, what would you say? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody flies that prop harder than I do, and it's, it's been amazing.
0: No, I don't think it's it's gonna. I'm not talking about something something going going south with it. I just mean you know with the MT, you look for you know if the blades are getting a little loose and how much grease is getting slung from it um but with the whirlwind yep. um you know like if I fly let's say like with me if I fly
2: isn't it isn't it isn't it crazy that's a thing
0: I know like you know, know? measured a it's gonna measure to prop travel it's, it's,
2: it's gonna Greece is grease is gonna come out of it and oh that's okay it's, it does that I and mean, yeah is prop wiggling yeah but it, you can wiggle it but once it gets to this point <laughs> yeah I mean, you should no it shouldn't wiggle at all <laughs>
0: Dude, I was um, I had an extra two hundred, and that prop is known to leak like worse than the others. Um, they were saying it's because of the harmonic with the force. I don't know, or the O ring. Anyway, so it was slinging grease, and um, I called up. I wasn't, you know, I was new to the airplane. I didn't I, I still don't have a lot of experience. But I called up MT and I spoke to somebody. And I want to throw them under the bus, but I was like, hey, like you know, I'm getting a lot of grease coming out. Um, I know that you know grease can look like a, it's a lot more than it usually is. And I just want to, like, you know, talk to you guys, make sure I'm safe. And the guy goes, he goes, he goes, it's fine. If it stops leaking grease, then you have problem. I was like, what? Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: Ugh,
0: How well. do I know when it stops?
1: <laughs> it's so much fun to say that when it's like, you know, like when you're being cheeky, you know, it's like the radial engine. So, like, when it stops leaking, mm-hmm. it's out. <laughs> it's not cool when the person that's supposed to overhaul it and tell you that it's safe or not tells you that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so... I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I think we should definitely because it's it's definitely worth talking about because I'm not saying that DMT is a bad prop at all. Um I haven't had not gonna, haven't had any issues, but I think that if we did a segment or you know, if other people who had more popularity than we did, you know, talked about you know what the maintenance schedule is on them. Because like if I had a dude, if I had your sponsorship and I can get it and you if I can get it overhauled every year, I would. Um it's a no-brainer. Um, but for me. You know, for the the non-airshow guy or whatever, um, I just I, it's going into an unknown. It's it's hard to justify to purchase. You know what I mean? Um yep. And if I just knew knew about it a little more, I think yep. I think that would that would be cool because I spoke to um, another guy. Um, I don't know if he wants to mention his name, but he's got one on a, a three thirty LX, and um, he loves it, um, absolutely loves it. And it's like everybody I speak to loves this prop. So if I just know what I what the maintenance is like on it, um, and then I'll get it. I I think I'm gonna get one eventually. Can
1: I be mean real quick? Yeah. Can I can I be semi mean real quick? It can't be worse than MT in terms of overall schedule, reliability, and I I mean I've flown several airplanes with MT. My airplane has an MT. They're they're good, you know, for what, especially for the price, you know. It kind of You know, at that at that price point, it kind of makes sense why some people or why some manufacturers put the MT on. Um, I mean, it can't be a a whirlwind. Can't be more unreliable is the wrong word, but you know, I think we all nobody. How do I say this? Everybody knows somebody that has an MT that's slaying Greece. Oh, right, that that complains about it. Yeah, I mean, very few people I know. Have an MT that that is fresh, works great. No, no, uh, <laughs> no seal issues. No slinging grease, dude. The, um, the, no surface cracks. The, the, the I mean, every, everybody's thing, got something.
0: The common thing that people say is, "Yeah, I got my my uh, MT overhaul. It's not slinging grease as bad as the other one." That's like, that's like a good sign. Like, it's like, oh, Literally. Yeah, this one's holding pretty well. Like, oh, shouldn't it do that already? <laughs>
1: No, seriously, like, oh, I sent, I sent my, uh my, you know, the sling and grease, so I, I pulled it and sent it back. It's not sling grease as bad now, so that's good. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's the metric.
0: Or the uh, the thing with the MT with the yep. sap. You got sap in the wood, and then after a while, you get this bubble coming out of the prop. <laughs> Gets the, the sap in the wood yeah <laughs> travel down or something like that. <laughs> Rob is, I'll say it for you, Rob. I know what you're thinking. MT stands for mil, minimal thrust. I get it. <laughs> I get to hear you speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally like, I can hear his break yeah. Minimal thrust. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll yeah. probably go to whirlwind. I
2: may have said that once or twice in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then the other thing I got to just figure out with the extras, the extras, it needs like a an extension on the flange for the prop to fit. So I just want to figure that out and see what kind of effects that has. And, you know, on the, uh, the crank and, and all that crap. Um, but
2: yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's much
0: of a factor. Sold. Yeah. Maybe, can you get like a discount cool. code for us? <laughs> 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 for <Worldline. laughs> oh, man. I love it. But yeah, um, gosh, yeah. Check out anybody who wants to, uh, you got to check out that watch on Bremont. Um, not to buy just, dude, do it. it's,
1: it's pretty sweet. It
0: it's, it's really cool. And if you see, uh, if you see Robin and air show flag him down and tell him how much he's terrible at flying, but you want to see his watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, man, dude, thanks for coming on. I really enjoyed this and, uh, I'll keep in. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Robin's a lot of fun. We're in touch and then we'll keep everybody updated on this, uh, the ongoing crisis in, uh, the FAI world with, uh, the world advanced aerobatic championship.
2: Yeah, when I find out what's going on tomorrow, I'll, um, I'll send you a text and let you guys know. If I forget, just blast me a text and I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, man.
1: Okay. And if, yeah, if, if anyone's good, and if there's anything else that you want to come back on, you know, you're you're this is your platform. Anytime you want it. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, if
0: any of you, if you're talking, you know, without Odd, I keep to call on calling her a different name, but if uh, if one of your friends overseas want to uh, want to jump on and have some fun, um, that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. I'd love to hear what what Odd's take is on uh just everything going on in Europe with, with flying aerobatics and the MXS and just, you know, inside baseball stuff with the French team. Oh, yeah.
2: You guys enjoy talking to her. She's great. She's awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah, let's set that up. She seems like it.
0: Yeah, in a couple weeks. We'll, uh, yeah, I love it because then uh, you guys can even compare notes live with uh, what you're doing with your MXs. That'd be cool for people to see. Cool. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome.
2: Sounds fun. Cool. Anything else? Awesome. Well, I unless you guys got something, I'm good.
0: Uh, what are your next three shows? I got That's really quick. You got Battle Creek coming up, Oshkosh coming up, and anywhere in the northeast you're Bale flying?
2: Battle Creek, Oshkosh. Um, September, yeah. I'm going to fly at um, Portsmouth in New Hampshire, and I'm going to fly in um, Brunswick in Maine. Sweet. Both in nice. uh, early September. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Those are the only times you want to go to uh, either of those places is in September <laughs> when it's not minus 400 degrees. It's snowing. You oh, bite your player.
0: bite your tongue, Mark. You bite your tongue. By the way, how's your fish?
1: Did your fish die yet? Nemo? No, he's awesome. He's, he's <laughs> still he's still doing his thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's, he's still alive and kicking, man. Good to know. Good to know. Approaching nine years old. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, fly cool yeah. shit promo lift aviation better than any other aviation company out there. As we say, so, kind of.
1: Yeah, Fly <laughs> Cool shit gets you twenty five percent off. So use that promo code at checkout for uh, everything, basically except for helmets. Um, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah, which is good. People buying shoes and kneeboards and stuff like that, and it seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, man. Which is great.
0: We got to send Rob some swag. Cool guys. Yes. In fact, I got some stuff at the hangar. I'll I'll mail I'll I'll hit you up offline, Rob. I'll, we'll mail you some of our stuff just so we can be as cool as you.
2: <laughs> All right, <laughs> sounds good. A cool. well, tie- hey, thank you guys, and uh, thank you guys launch. for doing this whole podcast. I think it's, I think it's great for aviation.
1: Cool, man. No, no thanks, Rob. Really appreciate appreciate it. We, uh, we love doing it, and uh, yeah, hope everybody enjoys it, which I think they are. And uh, well, uh, can't wait to have you. You're, you're our second recurring guest, and technically, people don't know this. You've been on three times. Uh, there's a lost episode with you and AJ Wilder that ended. Oh, that's up right. we, we couldn't download the audio. And it, it um, it's it's gone.
0: Thank it's God, gone into
1: the ether. So
0: that was a. Uh, I felt yeah. bad for AJ. You
1: Really, it was basically AJ. You beat, he was
0: on life support because Rob just probably made him do about 200 outside snap rolls, and AJ was just not about it. Just
2: him. yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> he was just not about yeah, it.
2: That was bad timing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> beat the snot out of him. Oh man, that's funny. Hey, um, yeah, I'm sorry. To yeah, we're uh, extending this closing here, but um, if whack whack or whatever you want to pronounce it the advanced thing doesn't happen are you and if you don't um do you have a backup plan with air shows and if you don't are you going to come up to uh would you come up for the day to 35 for their contest up in uh wherever that is? um uh gosh Hartness, uh green mountain
2: oh up in uh vermont um
0: where are you going to be you'll probably be with the mx too then yeah if
2: well, well, if it doesn't happen, I do have a show on standby that I can go to. Oh, good. Like, at least try to get some sort of paycheck during that time period. That's good to know. And then any other time, I'll probably be just, you know, practicing or maybe trying to fit in a camp or something like that. All right. I'd like to go to the contest, but I think that contest is the same weekend as that that standby air show, So. All
0: right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to try to make it to that thing. I, I think I... Uh, cool. Excellent. Yeah, I think I can try to make it. I'm excited. Um, And then... Um, I just want to plug really quick all these unlimited guys that are flying their asses off, especially Mike celebrity If you're listening, you are an animal who is flying a ton, and I love animal. Love also
1: has a, just an impeccable hair game, based yeah, on yeah. his videos. Yeah.
0: He rivals the best. Yeah. But um.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm, ex- I'm excited for nationals this year. I think there's gonna be a lot of really good flying in the unlimited category. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: We should yeah. have you back on before uh, that kicks off because I, I have a lot of questions about that because I think it's going to be a really exciting nationals. Yep, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, dude. Awesome, sweet, dude. Cool. Well, thanks, Rob. Thank.
2: it. Right, well, well, this is you... like the the ninth time we said goodbye, but
1: yeah, <laughs> goodbyes are so hard. <laughs> They're so hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right,
1: we'll do a real goodbye now. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of fly cool shit. And, uh, we'll see you next week.
0: Later.
3: All right. See you guys.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit.
2: Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit@gmail.com. at gmail.com.